Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning, dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. When the Archimax login is confirmed and the theme song kicks in, we go somewhere we've never been before. Not just entertained, but reborn together. Dazzling hot takes and bone counts I can feel. Somehow, Glenn Danzig's films feel good on a podcast like this. Our hosts feel like the best part of us. And live rewrites feel perfect and powerful. Because here, they are. Met's Movie Lodgecast. We make movie podcasts better. It's the LodgeCast Oscar extravaganza. I'm your host, Brother Bishke, and I'm going to be leading us through a hard-charging review of our Oscar predictions for the 95th Academy Awards coming up Sunday, March 12, 2023 at 5 p.m. Pacific time at the Dolby Theater in Hollywood, California, hosted by Jimmy Kimmel. After we've picked the Oscar winners in this Oscar extravaganza, we're going to be doing a top 10 countdown of our favorite films of 2022. Tonight, I'm joined by our Lodgemaster, Matt. Hello. Brother Lucas. Keep my Lodgemaster's Lodgecast out of your fucking mouth. (laughs) And our two prestigious guests, Brother Zach. Hard charging top 10s. And Brother Nathan. Love being the golden boy with all you guys. Woo! Now, last year's Oscars were very interesting. (laughs) <laughs> they will mostly be remembered for Will Smith's infamous slap oh. and all the awkwardness that followed. The slap heard around the universe. Now, Brother Lucas threatened after last year's Oscars that <laughs> he was going to boycott the Oscars. No. And I said no. Not allowed. We, we now watch Oscars for the cringe, and last year's Oscars were one of the cringiest events in television history. Cosmic cringe. <laughs> Cosmic <laughs> slop of cringe. So we'll be watching this year, and we'll be cringing hard. <laughs> 2022 was also an interesting year for movies. Yeah. Mm. Theaters are still hanging in there, guys. By their fingernails, the hair of their chinny chin chin at concessions. Yes. And with hits like Top Gun and Avatar 2. Movies are back. Movies are (laughs) (laughs) staying alive. No one's saying that. Now, we do pray for the future of movie theaters as they are central to the LodgeCast experience. But long live the AMC A-list. God bless the stonks. And, you know, a shout out to Landmark making a comeback in Los Angeles. Yes. From the very grave. Arclight coming back. We've got options. Lemley. There's a lot of options. We're still waiting for the Hollywood Egyptian Theater and the Hollywood Vista Theater to reopen, which I drive by like like an ex-boyfriend. You mean the Netflix Egyptian and the Tarantino Vista? Yeah. 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 Cinematech still has partial custody on the Egyptian. Egyptian might be gone. We're still nowhere near close to going back for some reason. Anyway, I want to say a huge thanks (laughs) to the Lodge Master. 
this year for editing together our recordings into amazing LodgeCast episodes. Thank you, LodgeCast. Oh. Seriously, it is a hard job. It is a long yeah. job. And I want to say in five years now, wow, we've recorded over 200 and 50 movies wow. Wow. into wow. episodes wow. and hot takes. Wow. wow. That is legit. That I want is- to say a special thanks to our LodgeCast guests that we've had on. Yes. And a huge heartfelt thanks to all our listeners out there. We, we love do, you. We do it for you. What's a silver jubilee and a, what's yeah. a jubilee and a 22? A salad uh, jubilee. A salad the, the jubilee. Patreon yeah, yeah. Silver level. We've reached a special level, but. We're not going to award ourselves. We're going to award the Oscars. Yes. We're going to cover in our picks in all 23 categories. We'll cover what what we predict will win, what we hope will win. And if we think something got snubbed in a category, we'll mention that quickly. And you you think you're going to keep this under two hours. Under two hours. Here we go. Now, now, ladies and gentlemen, you might want to consider our suggestions when you're filling out your Oscar ballots. Hell yeah. Brother Nate here. Last year, Brother Nathan Woo! got only one wrong in our oh, Oscar pool. Holy oh, best shit, year, dude. Best year I've ever had. I, I, I don't think I'll deal, that. like a crossroads or it something? It just all fell together, baby. Yeah. It's crazy. How did you do one it? One perfect ballot. What, and I missed one, and, and I had it, and I crossed it which out. Which was which? Wow. You Some should short, have bought a lottery yeah, ticket yeah. the next you, day. You can bungle on the shorts or one of the sound yeah. editing. You got so, a perfect score, right? This, yeah. You get, no, you got one wrong. Got one. Oh, okay. So this might be the year that one of us gets a perfect ballot. Wow. Anyway, <laughs> let's go on to our Not Oscar predictions. Not We're looking at Oscar crazy. ballots here. Here are Oscar predictions. We're going to always start out with best motion picture. Mm. I'm pretty sure that the winds are blowing in the direction of everything, everywhere, all at once. What do you think? Yes. Agreed. It looks that way. It seems like it, but the sweeps could go any way. There's so many potential sweeps. Yeah. Banshees. Boggling my mind. Top Gun Maverick is a very dark could be an upset. Well, it could all go Fableman. The only thing I desire. What kind of night is that going to be? Nominated. The only thing I desire, because I don't, I don't like particularly like champion any movie, but as long as Fableman's loses, I'll be happy. Then we all win. (laughs) Then we all win. Feel comfortable with that. Yeah. So, so I I would go with E-E-A-A-O, everything, everywhere, all at once. I think it's a on your solid pick. Yeah, I think solid. it's a lock. I bet. I bet my future. I think unborn. that's what's going to happen <laughs> in the multiverse. What a crazy film for the Oscar, though. I mean, really. It yeah. is weird. Yeah, it but is maybe weird. I think wild. that's what they. That's why yeah. they want to do yeah. it. I'm not going to mm. get they, they too deep into my thoughts on this movie, but I am going <laughs> to just say here's why I think it's not crazy for the Oscars. This is their way of doing Marvel. Uh, but artistically. So, yeah. And yeah. if you think of Top Gun Maverick is like no huge blockbuster is one since like Lord of the Titanic. Rings. Lord of the Rings. I was going to say Lord yeah, of the Return, Rings. Of, the Return of the King yeah. was a, Avatar. an award for all. <laughs> no, Avatar didn't win Best Picture. <laughs> that was a Hurt Locker. It was Hurt, Hurt Locker, Locker, man. Went to really? his ex-wife. Yeah. Man. His ex-wife. That was a drama. Yeah. And now they're making a Hurt Locker, but with like Canadian teenagers. Oh, really? I saw a trailer for that. Okay. okay. Let's move on. To, <laughs> let's move on. What let's we move call on to, in the weeds. Let's move on to best actress. All right. Ooh. Tough one. Mm. I'm predicting Lydia Tarr, Kate yeah. Blanchett. Yes. Yeah. We're right in line. Yeah. Agreed. Because I, I think the I think they're gonna go that way too. Because it's her show. I yeah. mean, you have to admit. It's Blue Jasmine on Quaaludes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did she it's, win for Blue Jasmine? <laughs> she was nominated? She was nominated. she win, though? I don't know. Yeah. I'm bad at this. Yeah, I She don't did know. win for you Blue Jasmine, and it's kind of a similar performance, but... No, well, no, come no, on. No, come on. I'm just saying, like... And that in, terms in every frame. Being a, like in every frame. In terms of being a winner, 
Like she's like in every shot of this whole thing. It's going to be the roles. It's going to be her, or Michelle Yeoh, right? But yes. Michelle Yeoh has, yeah. you know, there's there's history there. There's history no. making. That's the it's ob- good TV. There, there's those and voters. I'm not sure how young the voters. I don't know if it's skewed younger now changing, or skewed yeah. more diverse. Um, so to, for her to be honored there would make some history, make some TV. It no, would be cool. I would like her to win. Other I don't than think you know, it's going to. I feel either. it's Blanchett. Yeah, yeah, she's a lock. Yeah. yeah. Now, best actor. We said in our whale podcast, Brendan Fraser's a lock, but... Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. Can I go back to Best Actress real quick? Yeah, yeah. I did feel Viola Davis was snubbed. I, I saw The Woman King, mm-hmm. and I thought, mm-hmm. wow, mm. Viola Davis, at her stage of her career, at her age, to like undergo this training and like do this well, performance, that, yeah. you know, in, in, the, in these like period costumes with bare feet in west africa like literally in africa like not cheating it like in bulgaria like they're really there she was electric she was magnetic she was it was like it it was like yeah it was like amazing i was like how 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 did michelle williams or the um, dance of the fablemans did viola davis do the dance of the fablemans i don't think like take that from her because i was like she's literally doing fight scenes but they're real it's not like fake cg it's like she's actually swinging a a, a machete around it's a snub i mean there's a whole thing about riseboro and yeah but the thing is riseboro actually deserves to be in there yeah i didn't see to michelle williams is is great but we've covered this this is not the movie to award her it feels so, it feels like a globe's move to have Anna Darmas in there. You know, yeah, like, we does. want we want yeah. her up on stage. I can't there. even yeah. watch yeah. Blonde. I, yeah, same. I, I thought that was crazy. I was like, yeah. what? Okay, best actor. Tough again. This is this is tough. This was one of my three categories that I I waited to the last minute before coming over here tonight to choose because I don't sweating because we because we said Brandon Fraser yeah, the whale it yeah. seemed going to be Austin right? Butler but now but then people are like Colin Farrell or 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 uh, I think it's between Austin Butler and, and Brandon Fraser. This right, reminds yeah. me of when um, another uh, Scarf Man's best actor <laughs> was in the mix, uh, and I'm speaking about. The wrestler and Mickey yes. Rourke, yeah, and we all oh, yeah. wanted Rourke to win, and Sean Penn won. I voted middle. against him. Correct, yeah. I Sean wanted him. Penn won. What else? <clears throat> and I think it's was. a little different. You don't have like the veteran to award here, like like Penn, but I do think they want to award a rising star. They want right. to give it to Butler. I, I and mm. I, the winds are blowing his way. I, I really think that's so interesting because they gave it to Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody. It's like you're gonna again, like that's it. It's like fish in a barrel. It's like mm. be yeah. Winston Churchill think about the Oscar or, rules, or the Bee Gees or something. Yeah. Think about the Oscar rules. Always with the biopic over the original character. <sighs> it's up in the air, oh, but I'm gonna stand by our, our Lodgecast prediction. Say this it's formula shit. That's true, but I, yeah, Frazier's doing all the hard work here. He's got this shaggy hat suit on. He's I, jerking off in the opening. Scene of his. <laughs> Come on, people. Lodgemaster. I think the Academy Awards follows whatever's going to make the best clip of the acceptance speech that they can recycle over and over again. Mm. That's going to be Brendan Fraser. He's going to be crying for sure. Yeah. And that's an interesting it, theory. You're yeah. right. If that is the, you know, it's that's the Cooper the Gooding Jr. Play. theory. Yeah. Yes. Well, that, that always but wouldn't works that have for, been Rourke? Wouldn't that, that have works been Rourke globe, that year, so. though? <laughs> Rourke, Rourke is a mumbly, strange fellow. Rourke like, shot you know? his ex girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> All right. You know, we got to move on. We got to move on. By the Hollywood Foreign Press. It's totally, it's like apples and oranges. Actress in a supporting role. This is going to be three hours. I think it's Angela Bassett in Black Panther. I said that. I'm putting my money on Jamie Lee Curtis. What? Yes. I think. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The nomination. Here's the thing. Angela Bassett is amazing. 
like her and Jamie Lee Curtis, they're, they're both amazing. It's a tough, it's a tough call here, yeah. but, but <laughs> Angela Bassett in yeah. black Panther or Wakanda forever. Did you see Wakanda forever? I, I did see it. Cause I, I was whoa. like, how do they handle this? How do they handle Chadwick Boseman passing away when they're prepping the script with him as starring? And it's like, Oh, Oh, what do we do now? Oh, we got to take like a, a okay. Bishy's giving me the signal. The music's playing. <laughs> my point is, my landed, landed. My point is, Angela Angela Bassett was the gravitas glue holding it mm. together, playing it very solemn and serious, yeah. and maternal. Jamie Lee Curtis played every single facet of human emotion, committed, like fully committed. Like, what yeah. is the most supporting actress mm. in all these categories? Well, that's Jamie your Lee desire, Curtis. though. That's your can desire. We, can we say the dark horse that actually has a chance here is Carrie Condon? Yes. Yeah. There could be yeah. a Banshee's she w- sweep. No, she won the there's back. no Sweep everything off the bat. No way. She no was way. excellent in that movie. Angela Bassett, she, legacy win, mark my word. I, well, I, I picked Bassett, is winning but nothing. I think Condon Banshee's win. wins nothing. That's my Okay, that here's something we one. can all agree on. It wins nothing Actor. or everything. That might be the one to zig instead of zag and win the ballot, though. Here's something we can all agree on. Actor in a supporting role. K.U. Kwan, everything, yes. everywhere. It's got 100%, 100% yep. locked up. Moving yeah. on. I yeah. called that Judd Hirsch nomination. I'd be so sad. You did. That, that was a ballsy move. <laughs> I'd be so sad if he didn't go up there and jump up and down. You know, K.U. Kwan made me cry. Like, I teared up. In every yeah. acceptance speech he makes. And his cry. acceptance speeches are, that's oh, they're going to follow yeah. that. So that's humble. good TV. So okay, humble. let's move on to best director. I think it's going to the Daniels. Yes. They just, they just yep. won the DGA I agree award. With that. I agree with that. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yep. Uh, my desire is as long as Spielberg loses for the Fablemans, I'll be happy. So that's my desire. Spielberg's uh, winning. You yeah, I mean, no my desire way. would be. Martin, no Martin has a shot too, though, doesn't he? Come on. McDonough? I, no. I, I nobody don't, nobody I has Banshee's a shot. It's the Daniels by a I think it's between mile. Spielberg and the Daniels. And, and Banshee's going to win everything. It's rather than no Daniels way. win it, I, I, I didn't like either of the movies. Direct an Irish direction. Travel and, promo. Adapted screenplay. Adapted screenplay. You getting all this, dear listener? Sarah Polly, <laughs> women talking. Anyone have any arguments with me? No, uh, wait, wait, no, wait, no. Wait, that's wait, my wait. choice. Best yeah. adapted. Mm-hmm. Zach loved that one. Original screenplay. Zach is silent on that one. Original screenplay <laughs> is very tough. It's very tough. This is a tough one. I think I, I wrote down the wrong thing here because I think Martin McDonough is going to win this. That's for, what I for Banshee. I have a different but, call. What do you but think? I think the Daniels. The no. Daniels because it's the most nope. story. Nope. They're giving the Daniels the directing award. This is going to Ruben Oslin. No. Because what about time? For what about it's Tar, time to award Ruben Oslin. Mm, it's doubtful. time to give him I, some shine. I feel Tar could steal it. Tar is the dark horse for the screenplay. I think mm. I, that's not a bad call doubtful. either. So there's going to so be. Hyper-real. This is an op- <laughs> always a category with an opportunity to award someone that isn't getting recognized elsewhere oh, in the night. But Banshees and the dialogue. It's, it's going to be I think, I think that's a good call. Hollywood, I think loves you're, you're Martin, right. Hollywood loves Martin McDonough. But hasn't he won this already? Moving on to a slam dunk. International feature. All quiet on the Western Front 100%. Germany. Everybody raise their hand. Ja. You see that ja. I saw it. Saw it. I canceled my Netflix last April. You so guys went together and saw it? No, we, wa- we watched it here. I don't know. We'll talk about it. I'm going to say one thing. <laughs> I have a number as usual. It was a na- double feature with Roseanne's latest stand-up, truth be told. Yeah, Roseanne on the Western <laughs> Front is what we call it. <laughs> uh, I have, as usual, a number of international films in my top 10. None of these are in that 10 because I haven't seen any yeah. of these five. I didn't make it. Yeah, it, it, there it was crazy. A it there a was a ton of snubs like- this year, and I have to say the one snub, I don't know what India was thinking 
with their nominating yeah. committee not submitting RRR. Very strange. Because RRR, I think, would have been a slam dunk for this. We don't know and the bungle there. What happened there? I, I mean, know, like, yeah, I don't know. Just just for it, I think they they went for the big best picture. You know, you know, ego on it. They picked uh, something else, it, and I, I think it would be there. And it would have got it would have got top prize. Yeah. But. So that's a big snub. There's other snubs. I'm sure will come up in our top tens. Let's move on to documentary feature. Another close race. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, my prediction is all the beauty and the bloodshed, which, which I did see. Mm. Uh, I, th- I think I've seen, I've seen four of the these. And, I have two, and I think um, that was the strongest one. Anyone else have any other? Um, You'll be no. hearing uh, about uh, from me on some of the other ones, but I do think that a, a chance that Navalny wins because they want that Navalny moment yeah. at the Oscars. That's so. true. Mm. That's the following the moment I'm, theory. I'm in the Lodge Master's yes. flow here, and I think the Navalny uh, moment. It is timely. Television. Yeah, yeah. And maybe, Naval- maybe a dark Brandon moment beams mm-hmm. in. I do recommend with, people with watch Zelensky. People watch Zelensky. Navalny. It'll, it'll all be AI generated. Hot race to the shorts. <laughs> Zelensky's, Zelensky's showing up at the Oscars, right? Are we, oh, are we, we have still, still have time to see these. He was so. at the Golden Globes. So. But I'm just saying Navalny has one scene in it that... It, absolute <laughs> dragon. Where he's Ab- like, I'm cool dragon, Nazis like, voting for me? Was it that scene? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. That's, that's a was, sad scene. But it, it was the phone call. <laughs> the phone call. No, no, no. That's a sad scene. It's the, the prank call. The prank call to I the know. guy that tried to assassinate him. Anyway. It's an incredible moment. of Watch of it on yeah, HBO yeah, Max yeah. tonight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Animated feature <laughs> film. Prediction. Pinocchio. 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 Moving on. It's the wrong Pinocchio. No, no, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Robert's Mexican. Pinocchio. We want okay, holy produ- smokio. Production design. This is a tough one. This I'm going to go with really Florencia Martin for Babylon. That's what the Vegas odds said, but Vegas, I'm going yeah. with Elvis. Yeah, I went with Elvis too. I'm, I'm, I'm going, going Elvis, Elvis too. I'm going Elvis, Elvis too. Okay. Just, just for the recreation of a lot of the pivotal, you know, iconic locations. Great Lodge uh, Master, you want to break Vegas, 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 the Carnival, uh, Babylon, or Elvis? I feel like this is either this or costumes are all that Babylon's going to get, and yeah. they're going to have to compete with Elvis. So I'm going to say Babylon just because it's the only one that it's can just win. So big. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's just so big. I, I flip it. Avatar with just had water is big. <laughs> yeah. I think I think that big, yeah, the big scene in the opener with the elf. I mean, that, that has production level at it's astounding. Yeah. yeah. But Elvis has all that I know lights and whistles and multi yeah, multi period. I think you could go either way, but I think Babylon will get to costumes in a minute, but I think you know, old Hollywood. I think that's maybe more the way to go. And then you could award Elvis here. Elvis is is nominated all over the place. Right. So I think they want to give it some statues. Spread but, it around. And as as the Lodge Master knows, it it took me three nights to get through that movie. But <laughs> but I that's a good way to watch it. It's a good way to watch but, it. But uh, uh, no no Elvis. no Elvis. But okay. um, but. Yeah, I but mean, they're both three hours. They both, the, uh, <laughs> they both took me a few I think, days. I watch. think it's a good shot for that one. Yep. Zach, did you see Babylon? I haven't gotten to Babylon. Oh, okay. okay. Anyway, let's go watch it on cocaine. You know, one of the, and I'll just say, as a, a, as a Lodge it. listener, it pains me when you get to an episode, and I know other listeners can agree, you get to an episode <laughs> and it, you hit on a movie you want to see and you know you're going to see it. But you you listen and you listen yeah. until you get to the point where they're 
talking to you. You feel <laughs> these guys are talking to you and they tell you to stop now. Stop it. Stop. And no, you're in great. a flow yeah, with the yeah, episode. Yeah. You're jogging. You're in the car. And, and you're like, uh, what else am I going to listen to? It's not spoiler free. It's painful, but I got, so I've got Babylon Folks, paused nice. at like the 20 Good. minute mark. At least yeah. you, you, you did got, that right. It, well, <laughs> you got to face Babylon head on. How many people to. go beyond that and listen to it and have it ruined for them? You know? No, you can't do that. I Some people do. I try to warn them. Respect the warning. Oh, well, I'll never see it. On to film editing. Um, if anyone has any arguments with this, I think editor Eddie Hamilton for Top Gun Maverick. What? What? No, no, no. Everything no. Everything no. all at once is the most most editing. editing. The most, most editing, editing. Yeah. that will win. I will say editor Eddie Hamilton went through 800 hours of flight footage. Who cares? They don't know that. I would. Listeners, the tr- most editing. No. Listeners, so this trust is the me. same kind of shit. You Wait. have a thousand. I agree. I agree. No, I agree. I agree with Top Gun. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 every everything, every. I mean, that's a showy piece, but Top Gun has a lot. Of complicated stuff going on yeah it's usually and, a and technical award yeah. and uh listen to nate and i because that we're right okay on to no. cinematography I think there's two technical awards that's gonna win all quiet on the western front i think is gonna cinematography that was a this. tough one that was yes. another tough one so it's not too tough like did you see all I quiet think we're on the gonna western make, front i think we're gonna make history here we're gonna award the first woman cinematographer with elvis I, that's I what i that's thought what, i think that's, that's what finally I thought. gonna yeah. happen i'm not okay, saying okay. I'm you not guys, saying that Elvis deserves all, to win. If you I'm haven't saying it's seen, time for a woman to win this But everyone's category. saying it's 1917 yeah. Redux. So no, it's beyond. No. It's beyond. The cinematography in it's this movie is beyond. Full, it's fantastic. Just okay. watch. Okay. It puts you right in the To be, seat, to be honest, it's the only reason I recommend this movie. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Well, good for that movie, huh? Visual effects. <laughs> Avatar, just add water. Yes, Avatar: yep. The Way of Water. Agreed. They have Agreed. to sound. That's why it's Jim Cameron will kill all of their sound. children if they That's do really not vote. That's really its achievement. It's a great achievement. Sound. Uh, Maverick. Maverick. For sure. Sure. Yeah, That's that the other one. Maverick. Feel the, yeah. the other technical there. Okay, now one a little contentious. <laughs> feel costume design. I think Babylon. No. 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 I picked Black what Panther. Another I mean, Ruth Carter for Black Panther. She's already got it. She, she, she did already. She won. The woman king honored. got robbed. They it has been, been honored. I, did, I think Elvis again. I think Elvis for the same for reason the that it's going to win. The jumpsuit. Production is like, well, it, it, but it's a costume showpiece. I mean, it is. Think about. Think. I yeah. think it's going to go Elvis. Think about how many costume characters in your in your mind. The Elvis simple people will always do the easiest thing. And it's depressing, but it's predictable. And that's good in this situation. They're going to think Elvis, costumes, Vegas, vote. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily me. the way to no, go. I, if I was listening to this, I would say, <laughs> uh, I think he makes a lot of sense. I think, you know. I think it's yeah. between those two, but. And best editor, everything, every role at once. Go Original ahead. score, I think. Uh, Babylon. Lucas was playing it when he came in. <laughs> oh, yes, he yeah. was. So I was playing the finale song. Horowitz, Babylon. Because there's the other ones. There's you don't really remember. I heard all quiet. I heard buzz about all quiet. I've heard buzz. But do you remember that score? Like Come nobody on. remembers. It's that so score. good. It's a dramatic. Lodgemaster. It, it, it Lodgemaster. Blood pumping. What are you talking? Where am I about? going here? You're going Fableman's. Well, he's a correct. Johnny Boy. Johnny Boy. It's Johnny Boy's final. Telling me. That the Oscar voting block is going to pass up John Williams getting a, a oh, final statue. It's all, it's all political. It's all a it's political. It is. Of course We're it talking is. about the Oscars. I, of course it's political. Of course it is. I see that, but he's out of, he's not retired. He's, 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 he's going gonna, gonna, gonna to do one more Spielberg. But this is it. This is the last guarantee. All we, you know what, dear listener, all we have is what's in front of us. That's all we know. 
and we have the and dance. Today the, we have John Williams, and we have the dance of and the we, Fablemans dancing in the mists of our memory. This yeah, has yeah. got to be one of the least memorable scores it's that the this worst. man is. Mitzi's dance. I like. I don't remember that music at all. Like I'm not saying it's bad. It's but like, like his cat was walking across the piano. Else? You have something else, LT? No, no it's yeah, going to Babylon. I just love how he knows it. This yeah. is where. You know, I'm gonna cut away right here. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna break uh, away. I'm gonna break away. I like I like that they're all not open shut because, yeah, yeah, all quiet seems to be. But you're mm, thinking everything everywhere all all once. quiet. Yeah, all quiet is what I'm thinking. Oh, oh, the 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 kind of Reznor score that they did for that one. All quiet is whisper. That was weird. There was there's like no. I think there's like blasts of. Synth I think it's in unique. It. I think it's very unique. Yeah. I love John. I'm a John Williams guy, but I, I'm not hating on John Williams. I just think this isn't the movie to to give him a statue for. But, but I they, think will. they will. All right, they can't. They Let's can't move on it. to the only Oscar I care about: original song. It better mm. damn well <laughs> go our, to our, not it's to. Going not to. to. It's it needs going to be. To. It has to. It needs to be honored in the Oscars it's not because yeah, it'll be our M M Kiravani created one of the greatest songs and one of the greatest sequences of the year. And they're going to give it to the him. only thing I'm looking forward to at this year's Oscars is the not to not to performance. Oh, I hope they both come out. They better after. come oh, out with wow. a huge, the, the whole crew. That'll be fun. Yeah. Lions and tigers. Let's hope for the best. Yeah. So not to not to, you heard it here first or <laughs> yeah, you heard, it, <laughs> you here heard it here and everywhere. I heard it here everywhere. I haven't even looked makeup and hairstyling. Here. I think it's going to Elvis, Mark Coulier. No way. It's going to the whale. whale. Makeup and hairstyling. Think about it. Makeup. There's a word in there. But think about the word hairstyling. Dude, it's the whale. (laughs) It's the whale. No. I'm going going with the less controversial fat suit, the penguin. Okay. But how does Penguin beat the whale? Is how another how does he, because he's got problem? he's got all kinds of makeup. In Did that you see movie. the Batman? So I turned the, the Batman, Batman off twenty minutes. Is into that it. even nominated? What? <laughs> you know the uh, Butler's Butler's fat suit is ridiculous. It, yeah. But I heard it wasn't a fat suit that he ate donuts and he microwave Haagen Dazs ice cream to look that way. But That's man, the craziest but they, shit! Why do they, people do that? But they also aged him from like. 15 to like 59. Like it's going to be the whale, you maniac. look at that shit they put all over the whale, you know? It's the most okay. fucking fat suit. All right, there's a lot of... Contention. That's a makeup. That's a makeup. That's two tons of makeup on that guy. Right. Folks, there's a lot of contentious ones here. <laughs> Ooh, You're going to have to make your picks. Vicious year as a snake this pit is over a, here. This really is. It's you pretty you gotta pick. You got to pick who you think argued the most flawlessly in, this, in our uh, debates here. <laughs> Folks, we're not covering the shorts this year. We oh. ran out of time. All right. But for, <laughs> Good luck on those suckers. But from all accounts, the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse will yes. be winning best animated short. So okay. mark that on your ballots immediately. Okay. And live action short is La Pupil. How are we doing on time? We're doing great on time, Bishop. Wow. Are we under 30 minutes? We're under. Oh, my God. We did great. So good, guys. <laughs> good luck. Okay, folks. We're on to our next segment. Before we get to the top tens, we have a new award given out. Oh, I'm very excited about the Oscar extravaganza this year. We will each name our choice for Salad Dragon of the Year. Oh, I love it. The one scene, or maybe character, that is so (laughs) bizarre, baffling, or transcendent that it instantly justified the price of admission. The Salad Dragon's named after Reese Witherspoon's leafy transformation in our very first Lodgecast covering the 2018 movie, A Wrinkle in Time. A Wrinkle Wrinkle in Time. Anyway, to be eligible for Salad Dragon of the Year, these had to be from movies that we Lodgecast in 2022. Yes. If you didn't buy that, I'm okay with that. Anyway, we'll see (laughs) if any of our dragons overlap. 
So I'll start. Yeah, and we don't. None of us know. None what, of us. None of us. None of us this I did research. Oh, mm. good, good, good. I did There's too. There's plenty that are going to fall down the cracks. So, anyways, but. I'm going to start, and we'll end with the Lodge Master. We'll go in a circle here. <laughs> Looking back over all the movies we covered, there's one scene and one song that stood out from the rest. Oh shit! Yes, it's from that creepy, twisted. God awful film. Yes. Known as Robert Zemeckis' Pinocchio. Holy Spokio! <laughs> Mentioned on the Which I gave yeah. an emphatic woof. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that was an amazing scene. The salad dragon is of Tom Hanks' Geppetto in his workshop with Pinocchio. I went back and watched this on Disney Plus. <laughs> so I'll set the scene. <laughs> It's 25 minutes into the never-ending scene in Geppetto's workshop. They haven't left the workshop. You're going insane for being stuck in the workshop. <laughs> Cold with, open. With a very goofy-looking Tom Hanks. And then he breaks into the most cringe-inducing song called Pinocchio, Pinocchio, followed by the infamous words, Holy Smokey <laughs> and, it's, and it's a new song. It's a new song. It's a new song. One, one it's of the only it not new song. It's definitely not in the original Pinocchio movie. Anyway. He's dancing all over the place with digital Pinocchio, and it's it's really infuriating. Lodgemaster, uh, can you play the first 45 seconds of this song? Yeah, you just got to, it. Just to give our listeners a taste. He did so good on the time in the first half hour that we can we can afford to play some Smokio. We got 45 right. seconds for Pinocchio, Pinocchio. <laughs> I'm just going to pee real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Get a beer. I'll design the perfect wooden shoe, and then we'll sing and dance the whole day through. If you get splinters, I'll be there with glue. I'll take care of you. <laughs> oh, yes, I will. Pinocchio, Pinocchio. Holy Smokey, Pinocchio, Pinocchio. My dear son, made of wood. Pinocchio, Pinocchio. I'll feed you beets and gnocchio and rice that comes from Tokyo. And you'll think it is good. Thank you, Lodge Master. Holy Spokio! It just it gets finer each time you listen to it. <laughs> I started it really playing, does. I started playing that song on, on Spotify, and every time it angered me, continues to anger and baffle me. <laughs> the scene and song will stick with me for the rest of my days. That is my salad dragon of the year. That's a beautiful dragon. 2022. Uh, Zach, you ready? I'm ready. Let's do um, it, Zach. Now, I have to stay true to what was the scene of the year for yeah. me. It was the scene of the year and the dragon of the year. I have a feeling some of you other brothers in line here are going to mention it. Were you going to go ahead of me, I had a backup in case <laughs> to just spread the love around. But, you know, I mean, there's just no way to mention any other stretch of cinema than the 15, 20 minute sequence in the middle of Triangle of Sadness. That's absolutely think, correct. You just, I thought it was coming, yeah. You, you, you cannot, Amen. and I watched the movie again with my wife at home and she was watching it for the first time and it played so well, not even in a, in a cinema with 50 other people or whatever, just yeah. at home. Yeah. We yeah. were like struggling to breathe. We were laughing so hard. And it just is relentless. It keeps topping itself. It, it keeps just, finding new ways to man. to um, stretch the tension and the build. It is a masterclass of physical comedy. And um, it's maybe the most I've laughed in a movie in years. Um, and it's great. It's like gross out 
bodily fluid humor it's a, at its best. It's like, a sumptuous dragon. Yeah. yeah. It is a it juicy, is leafy, fully dressed salad. And uh, it it will last. That scene, that's sweet, as we called it, yes. I think, will last uh, the test of time, no doubt. Absolutely. Yeah. No yeah. Doubt. That was definitely... Four-born dragon. Excellent Four choice. Absolutely. All right. Brother Nathan, what do well, you got? I didn't want this whole, my list and anyone else's list to not mention this film. Mm. But I wanted to draw attention to Crimes of the Future. Yes. <laughs> and a little chair I know. Oh, yeah. that we call <laughs> The Breakfaster. Oh, God. Uh, the bone Vigo, chair. Saul, Vigo uses a device called a breakfaster. <laughs> I don't think it's ever mentioned in the movie, but oh, it, it might be. A chair made from human bones that jostles him around <laughs> to so aid in digestion. <laughs> In order to eat. I mean, oh, this is the digestion plastic. Chef's kiss. I mean, in, in a film full of them, a film full of salad dragons. Don't forget the ear guy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, That's yes. what I thought you were going to say when you mentioned yeah, the title. Yeah, because it's the obvious. It's, it was on the poster, but I think the breakfaster. And, it, and I think it appears twice, and it's just a delicious <laughs> it's dragon like, every time. It's like the ratio to the deliciousness of the dragons in that film to the actual quality of the overall film experience is bafflingly uneven. Yeah. Like the dragons soar so high. There's a lot flap, of dragons. But it's held movie, together by dragons. But the movie is not good. So it's a weird right. one for Crone. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's it's weirdly showing up on, on these end of the year list. I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't show up on mine, but it's but classier to, to think it. back on it than it is to actually watch it. Yeah. So. yeah. But excellent, excellent. Dragon. Hell of a, hell of a that's dragon. the one for me, for hell sure. Hell of a dragon. Year. Lucas, what do you got? <laughs> Yeah, this was great uh, category to come up with this year, Brother Bishki. So thank you for for challenging us, calling upon us to <laughs> do our homework, hard for us to narrow it down. Because this yeah. was this was like a true like Rorschach test, where like a doctor's just showing me different lodge casts. Like, what about what a salad dragon? You think of this one, and I'm like, vomit. Cruise, like what about this one? <laughs> Dead cat, birthday present. Like, what about what about this one? The You're mess, like, which is like from the menu when the guy shoots himself in the mouth. You know, there's yeah, so yeah. there was a lot of Brendan choices. Fraser jacking off the gate porn. You know, yeah, yeah, there was yeah, a lot yeah. of there's choices. so much this year. <laughs> so I I very slowly went through every single you very slowly went insane. Yeah, Instagram post, just like a Rorschach <laughs> test. And then I and then I, I put my phone down. And I forgot about it. I slept on mm, it. Nice. I slept on it. And then when I was driving home from work, you one let day, the dragon thought, fly to you. Close my eyes. Yeah, I was like, it's a dragon attack. I gotta feel it in my bones. <laughs> the best of the best dragon of the year. Best and, of the best. And, and as soon as it hit me, a car honked the horn because the light went from red to green, and I was like zoning <laughs> oh, out. Shit, we're that guy. And it was this movie. And this. And I gotta. I gotta just give the the context. So I saw this in a theater in Burbank, right? Which is like a, no a Very kind of just suburban <laughs> conservative stuffy like you know uh like town it's 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 square it's squaresville like yeah. it, it's it might as well be any town usa or omaha nebraska we just got some mountains and you know like 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 hills or whatever yeah a bridge you go over and a yard house and a yard house <laughs> <laughs> and a batman statue and so to see this movie in that setting and it was a monday night mm. In a sold out IMAX, Whoa. it was everything, everywhere, all at once. Whoa. 
the autoerotic self-sodomization where oh, they had yeah. to power up by right. sitting on yeah. butt plugs. Yep. Uh, Do yeah, you remember yeah. that shit? When yeah, they were yeah, like yeah. launching their buttocks That's our best picture front runner. And like coming <laughs> down on jumper. it like, oh, you like that Spielberg? We're taking your Oscar from you. <laughs> <laughs> Listener, if you could see, oh yeah, the it was physical a, performance just now. It was a yeah. full performance. Thank yeah. you, thank you for. I that love one. that Spielberg's yeah. going to be clenching, going to be killed by that sequence. Yeah, yeah. Spielberg's yeah. watched that scene with tented fingers, thinking about does this have what it takes to <laughs> he's, he's to, like, to take me gold? He's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like recording of, it live. It's yeah. just a use of pixelization, you know, a sensor there, you know. Yeah. All right, for our final salad dragon of the year, excellent choices, everyone. What does Lodge Master have? All right. This one, this one's kind of a, a subtle one that may recede to the back of your memory. But when I bring it up, you're going to be right back there and you're going to be right there with them. It's from a little movie called Tyler Perry's A Medea Family uh, wow. Homecoming. Uh, I knew, Tyler, Perry I knew Tyler had to get in the inaugural oh. dragon mix here. Yeah. And to get us out of the initial set that we're always in in the house, just just locking those cameras off and joking up a storm. They all decide to go to a little restaurant called Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> and there oh is a God. loving establishing shot of Red Lobster, who probably paid handsomely to be featured this lovingly. And they're all just sitting in the Red Lobster. Tyler Perry is spouting his questionable take on Black Lives Matter. Oh well, there God. are just every sampler. There appetizer. are just <laughs> lovingly gauzily photographed shots of Everything. waiters plating the appetizers, laying it on the oh, table. Waves and waves. Of waves oh, of food. So good. Bay steamy. Biscuits. Mm. Steamy. This, the light was hitting it. Just and right. we were just applauding the whole time because we're like, they mentioned Red Lobster earlier in the movie. We're like, we're never going to get to go to Red Lobster. This is just a ruse. <laughs> and yet there we were. Yeah. And it was, it just, it's like and, asked and answered. And am I crazy? Is that the same salad dragon where the visual transition is like a basketball yes. drops and then yep. more basketball. And then drops. to get us, to get us out of <laughs> Red Lobster. Very, very good. Lucas. you were, you were studying. I was awake. It scarred it's, you a little. It's like a video toaster style alpha key, alpha channel. <laughs> transition of basketballs just bouncing down and filling the screen oh crazy. and then we're on a basketball court yeah <sighs> oh fantastic cheers, Bravo. cheers. Red lobster. Cheers to that. that was lobster. like a year no ago repeats so on the salad dragon makes me smile every time i I'm, think about it and i think about it often i'm glad we didn't have any overlapping dragons or pros think, oh. i think the dragon of the year will continue into oh. the future <laughs> yes. so good hilarious <laughs> folks we're on to a new segment. Woo! Top 10 films of 2022. Let's do this. Ooh, mm. Our top 10. I will start and we'll end with the Lodge Master and rotate our countdowns. As always, I've, I've allowed Brother Lucas to make less than a top 10 if he so desired. Did you make a complete top 10, Lucas? Thank you, Brother Bishy. Uh, no, unfortunately. Just for the record, I had a top nine. And oh. then last night when I was in the parking lot of my therapist's office, I was going through the list and there was two dead titles that were mm. not 2022 compliant. So oh, no. Well, that's, I have a top yeah. seven, but I have what I call okay. three honorable mentions, which I'll start with okay. from 10 through eight, just, just to contribute okay. something. Right. So, so we'll start at seven. But they're not official. 
they're not official. He's going to do they're, his honorable mention. I call them oh, honorable, honorable mentions. mentions. He'll do because because they're two eight, and a half ten bones. honorable. Uh, I, I like to only recommend three or above, but yeah. the, the honorable mentions are two and a half. And how many ABC sitcoms and uh, TV <laughs> series are on here? Zero, doc, doc zero series. He's uh, complying. He's complying. I don't know. I'm trying my best, guys. I'm okay, okay, okay. Well, we'll see what happens. All right, folks. Number ten. I'm going to go real quick. Number ten. Weird. Mm. The Al Yankovic story? The Al Yankovic Hell yeah. story. <laughs> Al, Hell yeah. That's not on anyone else's list. Yeah, right? no, I, I think it might be. We had a wonderful time talking about our love of Weird Al and laughing it up. Fuck yeah. At this uh, biopic parody back in episode 144, if you want to revisit. Yeah. Wow. I really hate music biopics, especially, yeah, you do. especially Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> so this movie really roasted them. Well done, Weird Al. That's all I got to say. That's my Woo. number 10. On to the brother Zach. Number 10, it may not be the Nokia you want, <laughs> but I propose it's the Nokia you need. Unholy Smokio. It's Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Mm, very this nice. This is Guillermo as we love him. He's in his twisted circus uh, milieu. <laughs> I don't, know, twisted circus I don't know who this is for in terms of, is it a kid's movie? Is it, it's too dark for kids. It's a kid's movie for adults, I guess. I really enjoyed it. Um, this is in Guillermo's pocket and uh, Ewan McGregor is fantastic. Um, I really enjoyed it and stick around for the final song. Ooh. It's kind of a shame that they've been pushing this more moving song as the their kind of their entry for best song because Ewan McGregor sings a song and it's kind of like if he was doing a song in cabaret and I just kind of play it in the morning sometimes uh, when I want to just get through some shit. I like that you and, and Bishki like, both play different Pinocchio songs. So crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm all, when you're talking, I'm only hearing I'm what so we just confused played. By so this it's like Pinocchio shit. up in my mind. Watchmaster, like, really can you give me 45 seconds of Guillermo del Toro's <laughs> Pinocchio? 40, 45 seconds of Guillermo del Toro's final song in Pinocchio. You got it. I love this. You want to think bright. You want to think right. A star falling down, down, down doesn't break the night. You want to think right, whatever you do. Shadows bring you down, 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 dimming all the light as you try to climb. For life has a funny way of going round and round. On a ride it goes one day side to side, one day upside down, down, down. You can make it right, well worth a good fight. And if some days have downs and lows, open your arms to better tomorrow. It's a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. It's on Netflix. Guillermo, number 10. <laughs> Woo! Nice, nice. Woo! I'm gonna get this, brother Nathan. I'm gonna get this over with right away. I have Top Gun Maverick as number yeah, ten. Yeah, you yeah. do. Okay, mm. the, I think it's the best commercial film of the year. Being connected to the audience. I mean, this had the this had the best experience for the audience this year, other than my top, my number one. Um, from the dynamic Mach Ten beginning all the way to the Death Star trench battle esque ending, I think it deserves a spot on my list because we expected it to be. I mean, like a cool action film, you know, I mean, Tom Cruise doing all his own stunts. And it was that indeed it was that. But I, I was surprised at how emotional it was in the sense that there was this underlining sense of heroic optimism, energy, an energy that was like 
energy that was like people could come together, work together, uh, elevate each other, push each other, um, push each other to the limits and beyond to achieve a common goal. And there was something just very universally beautiful about that. Um, and I wasn't expecting that. So it transcended that initial experience and kind of surprised me beyond I guess being that surface level action film. So that's why top that Top Gun Maverick is on my list. Number 10. Hell nice. yeah. Well deserved. Great legacy sequel. On to Brother Lucas. To uh, LT. Yeah, my number 10 is an honorable mention, two and a half bones, triangle of sadness. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, it made it. It I made liked, it. I liked it. Made an honorable mention. I just wish the whole movie took place on the yacht, and I forget the actress's name, but the one who played the toilet cleaner, who then became like the big boss on the island, she yeah. should have been nominated for best supporting actress because she mm. was amazing. She wasn't? No, yeah. maybe she wasn't. Hold on. No, hold on. No, no, she wasn't. No, she wasn't. Yeah. Do uh, Dolly De Leon, is that her name? Don she didn't make it. Yeah, she didn't no. make it on the list. Oh, she okay. did. She is a snub. Yeah, sure. that's a snub. Oh, yeah. yeah, she was great. Yeah, and the Russian oligarch, which I'll mention later. Oh, yeah. Okay, Lodgemaster. Number 10. I'm with you, brother Nathan. Ooh, Top you. Gun Maverick. Wow, hive mind. It was such a religious, in-person theater experience. There you go, baby. Yeah. There you go, baby. Like Darn that's, I'm with all of my top 10. These aren't necessarily the best films of the year by any metric. Some of them are. Mm -hmm. But I'm going by experience. I love that. And this one was so just, we were just. We love just, and light. We it was just, just pure it was, love and light. It was an epiphany of love and light. So much so that if it had ended with Miles Teller with his little mustache going up to Tom Cruise and saying, hey, Mav, what's the deal with all those cool looking Dianetics books you're always reading? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Tom like turns to the camera and grins and the screen cuts to curious like it does at the end of the Super Bowl ads. Curious? If all of that was in the movie. And that's how it ended. I was on enough of a nostalgia-fueled cinematic rapture high that I would have been willing to still put it at number 10. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, love it. It's that good. Damn, there's so, the last there's 30, a lot of 40 minutes of that movie does the trick. It's yeah. so good. It's yeah, so good. That's my number it's 10. The Val Kilmer cameo brought a tear to my eye. Fuck. It's so good. Got, got my father-in-law next to me watching now, that movie going... Yeah, <laughs> yes, oh, and it's that's undeniable. That's all. And that, undeniable that, that is experience. one of my peak 2022 cinema moments. Yeah, exactly yeah. what I was. Yep, yeah. yep. yep. No, it's I was, great. I feel guilty now because I was working hard to get that off my top ten, which I did. I, well, you see, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's at our tens. How dare you? Look, uh, we're going to move on to number nine. <laughs> there weren't a lot of good documentaries this year. I still blame the pandemic because there's a lot of Zoom calls and masks in these documentaries. But I do predict 2023 is going to be an amazing year for docs. But I do have a doc on my list. Uh, actually, a few docs. Yeah, First up, David Bowie fans were given oh, boy. a real <laughs> gift this year with the new doc, Moon Age Daydream. Mm. We saw it in IMAX, covered it back in episode 142. Please go back and listen. Writer, director, producer, editor Brett Morgan did it right, making this immersive experience for the Bowie super fans. If you're not a Bowie fan, I would say don't bother. But if you Definitely are a Bowie fan, you better watch this movie because you're going to have it. It transports you. It really feels like a fever dream. It's yeah. amazing. From it's, a different planet. Yeah, I, would say, in a theater. I would say if you're not a Bowie fan, this is where you start. Could be. Yeah. I mean, Oof. I don't know. I don't know. What, well, I, don't, just, I don't know. Just to get a breath of what he did. I'm you just know? saying I'm glad he didn't make a traditional Talking Heads biopic. Like mm -hmm. this was Amen. this was. This was an experimental, like, mm -hmm. it was out there, trippy biopic, sure. and I, I really liked it. It's great. So uh, that's my number nine, Brother Zach. Number nine um, is from a filmmaker that I always look forward to. Uh, does not quite 
hit the heights of his last one. And I'm talking about Park Chan Wook's decision to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't think we were doing Lodgecast when Handmaiden came out. No, no we that's pre, because that would okay. have been top. Handmaiden <laughs> is four bones. Yes. Yeah. It is sensational. So when I say it doesn't reach those heights, that doesn't mean this isn't a good time. Uh, this is Park Chan-wook's Vertigo. It is yeah. a twisty, very entertaining uh, thriller love story. This guy is an incredible filmmaker, visual filmmaker and storyteller. And um, yeah, I don't want to give anything away. I just say it, if you haven't seen it, it is a must see it. But like I say, it's, it's just a little bit of measured enthusiasm because I expect so much from him. He didn't quite hit it with this, but it, he's better than most anyone else out there. So um I, he 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 still gets in the top ten for me. That's number nine. Decision nice. to leave, and nice. I believe that is on Mubi, or you can rent it anywhere you rent uh, iTunes, Amazon, whatever. Readily available. I agree. Yeah. Must see. Must see. Oh, must see. We'll maybe Brother talk Nathan. about it later. Mm-hmm. All right, number nine. My only documentary on my list is Fire of Love. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two weirdos find love <laughs> <laughs> with each other and also real. with catching never before seen volcanic eruptions on film. I mean, uh, what are I, the odds? I was thinking, you know, they're, they're incredible. They're incredible personalities. They're like, yeah. they're like children, you know, it's like a Wes Anderson movie. It's yeah. like life aquatic, except they're real. Yeah. 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 I couldn't think. I kept thinking about Werner Herzog if he mm. had if he had taken the subject of the the crafts, because uh, the I don't know if the it, this film dug quite as deep as he would have. Yeah. Um. Because it's you know it has all the the earmarks of Grizzly Man where it's the death cult sequence yeah. and all and it has it has it's all so that faded stuff. it's just like we're doing this um and you know you know we all know how that one ended, <laughs> but. This this I think this documentary contains footage that logically should not exist. I mean you can't capture this without you know killing yourself yeah yeah and that alone gives it a strength unlike anything else Agreed. on the list so fire of love is on there for sure yeah yeah, yeah. That footage number nine. Was incredible yeah my my number nine is uh another honorable mention it's the menu the menu mm-hmm. uh lodge master at the nail right on the head bullseye dead center where he's like this should have been a tv show like you could have made it like the white <laughs> lotus or the retreat or the resort or whatever um, love the cast. Thought Hong Chow as, as the hostess and, and mm-hmm. Ralph Fiennes, the glue holding that together. Yes. Mm-hmm. However, and at the end of the day, Nicholas Hout was kind of like funny and like really kind of stole every scene he was in as this like weird syncophantic puppy dog. He's always funny. He was, he was having the, a great time. Have you not he's, seen him in the grade? He's a really solid actor. I haven't, but. Oh, he's but, so good in the grade but and I just, favorite. And yeah. yeah, I just enjoyed that moment where Ralph Fiennes is like, where did you go to school? They're like, Brown, student loans? No, you die. And it's like, oh, <laughs> yes. Give it to me in my veins. Excellent. Very entertaining. Excellent honorable mention. But that's not officially on your list. No, that's that's two and a half clear. bones. It's two and a half bones. Because it's not mention. a TV show, Lodgemaster. That's Lodgemaster, number Perfect. nine. Flawless so far, Lucas. My number nine is a little movie called Weird. The Al Yankovic. Yes. Whoa. Yes. This is another adrenaline shot of nostalgia. It's the experience of watching it. I was laughing harder than I and longer <laughs> than I've laughed since the last time I took mushrooms. Yes. Like <laughs> oh, it, oh, it is wow. not. I would have watched with you. It guys. is not a perfect film. 
by any means. They no. commit to the bit a little too much, <laughs> but they commit. And it's like thinking back on how hard they commit. That part's funny. I'm like, shit, <laughs> they went a little too hard with the Escobar stuff. Right. But thinking back on how hard they committed makes me laugh. So it's a laugh symphony. I bring my lifelong love of Weird Al to it, so that plays into it. All sorts of nostalgic, ooey-gooey shit goes into it, but it hit me so hard that it can't it can't not be on my list. It's my number nine. Excellent choice. <laughs> <laughs> We're moving on to number eight. I'm going to give this to uh, Lydia Tarr. Oh, wow. All right. Ooh. It's the Kate Blanchett show, folks. You have to admit she's fantastic as the control freak conductor and uh, Lydia Tarr. Uh, A.K.A. Linda. I do think, <laughs> A.K.A. <laughs> Linda, Trey. I, I think it's a good representation of uh, how the shit goes down in, in the uh, sex scandals of the Me Too era. And, and it's fascinating to watch kind of the lowbrow world of the social media and tabloid journalism clash with the weird wealthy highbrow world of classical music i think it's very well written impeccably directed by todd field who applies everything he learned from stanley kubrick and uh the third act gets very heavy-handed but but it gives you uh, a lot to think about and debate when it comes to this new era we are in and i say well done uh maestra kate blanchett yeah. I think you'll win the Oscar and you kind of deserve it. I think it's it's a really strong film and uh, would love to debate further outside of this <laughs> little show. It's not on my list, but I think about it a lot. I know. I know. Yeah. You can't I didn't, help, didn't make my list, but I'm thinking about it. You, too. Can't, help, you can't help but think about it and <laughs> Lucas, fight about it. Lucas's lips, by the wrestle way. Wrestle about it and groan about it. So End credits in the opener. That's my number eight. And uh, Lydia Tarr, <laughs> well done. Love and okay. light. Love and light. Okay. <laughs> On to Brother Zach's number eight. Brothers in stonewash jeans on the same couch. <laughs> yes. yes. And you know what else, folks? We're brothers in tar. Oh. Brothers in tar. Oh. Deep in the tar. I can't fight this movie, guys. I was conflicted with this film in the theater. Mm -hmm. I went from cinematic euphoria to, to like struggling grappling with it yeah i have not stopped thinking about this yeah. movie i have not stopped talking about this movie every time someone else brings it up i want to say yeah but and then i just start thinking about it and what it was about and it gave me the opportunity and the space to craft so many different ideas I, I, the, the movie was nutritious because it gave so much more than an experience where the movie is so scared to let you think for yourself. This movie forces you to think for yourself. You yeah. must. Yeah. And I, so just briefly, I think that it is a very fascinating um, and compelling take on, you know, you enter the art world at the beginning of the movie where she's telling you, you cannot separate the art from the artist. You should know the biography. Lucas is smoking weed now. That's cool. It's cool. Yeah, paint the picture. <laughs> you're, you're shrouded in smoke now as you continue. <laughs> you should know the biography of the artist. It'll help inform the work. That's what she's saying in that opening interview. Yeah. But then later, as she gets embroiled in scandal, she's asking you to separate her personal picadillos from her work and you can't do both. And yet, you know, this is the space that we're in right now. 
And uh, and then, of course, who this person really is, we get further revelations. Glimpses. A, a, as the movie mm. plays on. It's an yeah. incredible leading performance. I wish and I hope we don't have to wait uh, another 16 years for Mr. Field. Yeah, right. Uh, to yeah. bless us because he's a very talented filmmaker. Uh, Tar. I I will keep thinking about you. This this twisty, inscrutable picture, uh, number eight, Tar. Boom. Very good, very good. Tar boys, we're some sleeper cell motherfuckers over here. All right, <laughs> on to we're moving, we're moving. Fast. On to brother Nathan. <laughs> so let's see how many groans this one gets. Uh, I have after sun is number eight. Ooh. I will take I will take a groan. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you, you guys both stopped it at ten minutes. Did, right? did you watch it? I, I, I made it thirty or forty minutes. Oh, I, I, I went in theater. I, I saw it in all, theater. I made it all the way. I did. I did. Closed. I did not. No, I know. I, I went mean, to the. Uh, what is it? The townhouse or the town center? What is the? Uh, town, I don't know. The I, the eight, eight, I went eight. to Gotti. I went. Actually, actually, hold on. The media center. I'm not going to step on toes. I'm going to let you do the whole thing. But I saw this. I saw. I'm not going to say anything about the movie. But I I saw it. In Gaudyland, where we did a the Burbank <laughs> Media Center eight. Yeah, I saw that that eight as well, and and theater was groaning. I'll just say that. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, oh, I'll let, let Nathan oh, say. Let him, okay. I mean, it's, it's in the category as you're saying about Tar. Is is you know first first impression? It was real subtle. It was it's very impressionistic, and but it was but I kept thinking about it. So this is this is an honest, empathetic character study. I mean, it's by a first time filmmaker. Charlotte Wells, who isn't afraid to play with the framing and style, like I said, impressionistic. There's these images that are it's it's all about memory. I think it captured it in a really a, a really excellent way. The film doesn't announce what it's doing, so I think that's probably why a lot of people are you know it's bucking a lot of people when they watch it. It's about memory. It's it's about a perspective of an adult looking back and piecing it together. And by the end, the story snaps together fully. So uh, I'm really anxious to see it again. I, I do want to see it again, as I know the complete arc of of. I don't want to spoil uh, the character arcs, but I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Paul Mescal. He's being honored this he's year. Great. He's an yeah. incredible actor. Normal people. Uh, he has scenes where he's got to be very, like, very emotional, very broken, and he did an incredible job. Yeah. So he's, and we're gonna just see, we're gonna see him nonstop. You know, yeah. uh, I worry about Charlotte Wells. Uh, is a very personal film. I don't know how you top something like this. This is about her her experience with her young dad, you know? Uh, so it, she has an uphill battle, but I'm very curious to see what she does next. So number eight, After Sun. It, it, is, it is interesting to go from Tar to After Sun um, because it, it's a thin line, I think, between if you really want to allow for ambiguity and like the viewer's experience and you really want to play with how little you want to give people. For me, After Sun gave me so little i struggled to find my footing but i i have to agree that she's definitely talented um but no, Nathan, I, 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 everything I you're saying is spot on it makes me want to yeah. revisit it i'm just like wow you're making total sense like you're absolutely right well films about memory are, are very hard to grasp you know because uh, we all experiencing differently but her her perspective as an adult looking back i thought was very unique i just and didn't i got more of it when i read I, about it I, later i say I just wish if I had get, been given just a few more tidbits, a few more tidbits, I I, I think I would have been able to, to piece everything together. Um, I, I was left in the dark so long and some shots to me felt so unnecessary that I just, but 
It was beautiful. It was Bishki. I understand. This Lodge, one, this one was contentious. You, no, this one was. Zach, this, have you heard what Bishki said about it? No one else heard what he talked about it. We, onward, all right, up, all right, all right. Well, let's okay. move on. Let's onward move on. and upward to that's what this is all Brother about. Brother Lucas's yeah. honorable mention. I like my what final, you said. My final, final, final honorable mention. Thank not you. Official. Thank you. Numero ocho is. Barbarian. Oh, Boom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, wait, is this an honorable, honorable mention? Yeah, honorable. Two and a half Put it on your list, goddammit. Yeah. No, it's two and a half. The reason it should be three and a half or four, but homeboy it isn't like fully invested in his idea and does like oh, a hard narrative whiplash cut <laughs> to the PCH black comedy with Justin Long. And I'm no. like, bro, that's, that's what we love. Part. We love that. That's the tasty right? part. No, that's why no, people no. love this. That's it, why it's on, I think I'm it's on everyone to, else's I'm a, list. I'm about to jizz and you're like, stop pumping. Stop fucking. Yeah. Stop. Stop. Well, that's stop. that's the point. Yeah. It's ball. called <laughs> edging, Lucas. LT, that is the Kama Sutra, bro. He gives you everything though. He gives you. Everyone was laughing after that and I was stone faced. He's like measuring the rape room and I'm stone faced. Like right. everyone's laughing and everything, and I'm like, I am fucking stone faced. It's on your list. You it's blew on your list. You blew it. It's not on his list. Praise. It's not it's on the honorable on mention list. list. All right, that's it. That's okay. <laughs> Bro, number eight. My number eight is a little movie called Barbarian. Yeah, and it is officially on my list. <laughs> Official. <laughs> It's very creative, relatively low-budget horror movie with plenty of unexpected twists, like cutting to Justin Long on the PCH, and a high-flying salad climax. What more do you fucking want? It's <laughs> Barbarian. Go see it. Yeah. Boom. No, it's a horror movie to see, entertained as well. Number seven for my list comes with a film called Holy Spider. Nice, Dave. Uh, nice. Really gutsy filmmaking from Iranian filmmaker Ali Abbasi. Uh, this film is set in Iran and dramatizes the true story of a serial killer who killed over a dozen prostitutes back in 2000. Unlike a typical serial killer movie where the killer is insane, this movie shows us a whole culture that is in some ways insane and run by misogyny. Um, to further underline that, the amazing lead actress, Zar Amir uh, Abrahimi, has received yeah. hundreds of death threats. Since the movie's release, oh, wow. should have been nominated. Oh, she should be up there with yeah, yeah. Else. She, 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 incredible I mean, performance. Compare that to the Michelle Williams role, and it's a joke. It's I a mean, joke. It's I a mean, fucking joke. Yeah, but did she, she do a dance of the Fablemans? She did not so. do the dance. She the did an artistic so dance. What a great performance! Very yeah. relevant to the Iranian protests that have been going on, and freshly relevant. Yeah, yeah, and excellent filmmaking and acting throughout. Holy Spiders, really strong. I recommend everyone see it. Definitely worth seeing. Holy yeah. Spidio. Yeah, holy spider! <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother Zach, what do you got for number? What do you got for number seven? What do you got for number seven, brother Zach? Well, for number seven. Uh, I have bones and all. Mm -hmm. Whoa! Whoa. Oh, no, wait, wait, Interesting. Nate, uh, <coughs> you okay? okay? No, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> Shelly, I didn't know. I didn't think I was ready. Shelly, I wasn't ready. Seven. I wasn't ready for it to appear on. It's amazing. I think the lodge master knows that this that this one tickled me. <laughs> yeah. Sully tickled you good. <sighs> Sully. You know, the Lodge cast has covered this film, but I do think um, that it did it a little bit of a disservice. Okay. And I, 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 it's weird. I had an experience watching this movie where I enjoyed it, but I almost could like put myself in the shoes of me at 19 mm. going like, I would have fucking flipped for the th this wouldn't be in my top you. five if i was 19 wow okay so and i think you know the source material is ya um but 
all to say it's still for me was very uh engaging as as a 41 year old rylance was one of the better performances of the year for me agreed uh incredibly yes. chilling every time he came on he was almost my salad dragon you know the hair was, bundle yeah, and yeah, yeah. i just salad salad character, salad character for sure okay wow. let's next speak i just think like that the movie <laughs> i know you guys struggled with it but like mm. for me i i felt like it was like badlands cannibal um mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. so it was a love story um it was Hard to watch at times, but to me that makes it interesting. It's hard to swallow. Um, and Lodge mistress ears are burning. <laughs> <laughs> no, she I liked mean, it. She just felt she dirty. Was, yeah, I'd I like think it has a visceral. I get power. no, no, and I get that she felt dirty with it. But my thing is, I like when movies make me take me to places that are out of my comfort zone, mm. and they did it yeah. confidently. Nebraska. In this film. <laughs> well, and it fucking captures the Midwest in the 80s. It really True. does. Oh True. my God, did I feel like I was back in Iowa in, in my childhood watching this movie. Yeah. Um, I didn't totally love uh, the Chloe Sevigny scene, um, oh, but, yeah. but uh, you know, it's not without flaw, but I think, I don't know. I, I think it's not really getting the, the what it deserves. I, I think it's a, a really solid film. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. All right, very good. Boom. Very, Under very good. Under Brother Nathan, what do you got? Just a breakneck difference here. Uh, <laughs> number seven, I'm, I'm a big softy. Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Oh, wow. Ah. Uh, I didn't expect to be enraptured by a heartwarming story of a little shell. Uh, A24 did this, by the way, too. The entire movie was completely transfixing. Somehow managed to make me feel calm reflective, peaceful, yet I was deeply engrossed all the way through the runtime. Jenny Slate's voice acting creates such an innocent and fascinating character with a unique outlook on the world. Definitely definitely the film where I cried, I laughed, and I came away looking at life a little different. Nice. Uh, such a rare, unique sort of film. So Marcel Shell, we even bought the little... We even bought the little Marcella shell on the A24 site. Oh, oh, wow. sitting up there, and we put little rocks by him to keep him company. You but got Marcel pill. You got Isabella. And Isabella, Isabella's voice really comes through too. Yeah, oh yeah, um, yeah. I, I just think for for how the animation style, I think too, really captures something. You know, there, there's just something about natural light and just a room that you're in. So I, I really think it's a special little film, and I and definitely on my list for number seven. Nice. Yeah, I got to see that. It looked great. Into the official. Oh shit! Now we move from this. This gets printed on the T-shirt. Three bones or higher. This is real. This is the first official top seven for me. This is not Jaws, is it? No, I'd recommend to my family members, (laughs) specifically my brothers. Um, This is a documentary. George Carlin's The American Dream. All right. Ooh, or maybe yeah. it's George Carlin's American this, Dream. No, no, it's 2022. Yes. No, the, yeah, I checked. I double, <laughs> triple checked. So it's 2021. And then, it's a sanctioned uh, biopic that his uh, daughter produced with okay. HBO, I think. Mm-hmm. And Oh, yeah, he's great. He's just a legend. You know, for yeah. me, he's like Lenny Bruce, Bill Hicks. You know, he he's Richard Pryor. He's every stand-up comedian icon that you can think of combined. And what just when I was watching it, what just broke my heart was like, I mean, I know he, he was a man of his time, so he, he kind of passed away when when expected. But like if he had just lived to see Trump yeah. become oh, president wow. yeah. so much, like, and him 
doing specials on that. Oh, like, you I would have been eating that. it up. Yeah, I yeah. Been, just, you would have had a heart attack and died. But like just social media in general. But, but just him being able to like do one special on it. You know what? I, I we'll just, be able to AI him in his prime doing oh, that. Oh, you're right. Don't worry. The, the AI, GPT chat. The AI Vegas show. Dude, put, someone put it. that in right now. Let's the see doc does a good job, I think, of actually showing how social media rediscovers his mm. clips in with new relevance. Very and, prophetic. Very yeah. on very yeah. on point. He was, I remember he was Dinesh so retweeted time, yeah. him once, but <laughs> <laughs> but and then don't quickly, you say that name on quickly this, took it away. Any, anyway, I do need to there's watch that. There's a band, there's a band in place. Yes. I'd like an edit. No, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not editing Dinesh C- out. We can Dinesh say his, out. Say okay. his name. All right. He's brother, been canceled. I need to watch that doc for sure. That sounds amazing. Uh number seven for Lodgemaster. We've heard about it before. It's another doc. Fire of Love. Mm, okay. Watched it last night. Last Ooh, night. Right You're under the gun. You're crept coming up in your hot. list. Crept up your list. I'm mol- Burned up your list. I'm hot like molten lava. And uh, just like Lucas, I had Wes Anderson down as, as an aesthetic comp. And I said, it's like if Wes Anderson directed Roar, the movie with all yeah, the... Uh, Roar parallels for The sure. fucking tigers and lions and take. bears. So... It's, it is amazing footage. Like you can't, there's, there's no way I can describe to you how amazing this footage is. It looks like it was pristinely kept in like a sub-zero vault. Tower of Technicolor, Mm -hmm. baby. It is 16 millimeter film, baby. Bolex, baby. It's exceptional. It is exceptional. The whole time I'm just like, holy shit. Like I, yeah, like you said, Nate, like you're not supposed to be seeing some of this shit. Your jaw will be on the floor. No one can capture it without dying. And it made it, it I, I, you know, I smoked a little bit and I started, it made me think fondly about the abandoned original ending from the movie Sliver in which they were supposed to <laughs> be flying I'm over. expecting this too. Oh, oh weirdo. don't tell me this. Spine You're bumming me out, man. You are bumming me it, it out It took place right at an active volcano, but. Th- the, uh, Sliver? Wow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Tell the story. What and the fuck? they were doing some shots for, I don't know how it was all going to figure in. It's kind of murky, but they were doing some shots for the in, the intro, the opening credits it, from a helicopter and the helicopter crashed. Because the volcano erupted. Whoa. And they thought everybody was dead, but everybody survived. And they were just like on the rim of the volcano and had to be rescued. And they just... (laughs) Including like Billy Baldwin? No, no, no. Just the camera, the the crew. But Baldwin and Stone were for some reason going to be flying over this uh, volcano. I don't know what they were going to do about it. But, you know, the mind tends to drift a little bit as you're watching lava fly up in the air, but it made me feel great to think about it. Yeah. So, I mean, what a movie. It's a great movie. I mean, come on. Excellent. Fire of love. With sliver or fire of love? <laughs> Both. <laughs> sliver. Come on now. Both. All right. Number six. I'm going to continue with docs. Mm. Ooh. Uh, my top doc of the year is all the beauty in the bloodshed. Boom. Mm. Nice. Um, it's kind of two docs in one. Uh, it cuts back and forth. Uh, between two stories covering the artist and photographer Nan Golden. Oh. One covers Golden's activism against the Sackler family, who uh, played a key role in the opioid epidemic. Boo, and those fucking bastards, man. They watch their families burn in hell. Pure evil. Pure <laughs> evil behind Purdue Pharma and Oxycontin. Terrible people. Anyway, the other story covers Golden's photography in the New York art scene in the 70s and 80s. And I was interested in both these stories. And was kind of wondering, like, how do these work together? But I thought at the end of the film, they tied together very beautifully. Um, was very inspired by Golden's lifelong rebelliousness 
against conformity and and she's a really amazing artist and and uh activist so that was my top doc of the year top doc I, top doc i, I do top doc. i do recommend it's it feature length right it is feature length and i do recommend it and i kind of hope that it wins oscar night it, mm. i think it is it's a front runner. runner i think, I think yeah. it's a front runner and and it'd be, and it'd be cool if she won you stream it somewhere bish for not yet i know I, I, I watched you I, it's it. a theater yeah i went oh. straight up to lemley glendale and watched i don't it think it's streaming like, yet good yeah. On you, yeah. soon yeah so i recommend watching it did a um, whole uh retrospective of her that i saw last summer in in mexico city that was pretty cool i oh, haven't nice. seen the doc yet yeah i recommend the doc for sure um, if you can watch it um, before Oscar night, I think you're yeah, going to Adding it. it up, man. Adding it up. All right. Number I'd s- like no- to. I'm looking forward to the dog. Yeah. Number six on to Brother Zach. Uh, number six. Uh, keep it short. I got to echo Fire of Love. Yeah. Wow. wow. I got to echo Fire of Love. List. There's something very moving to me um, about this film. Everything I echo, you know, yet, yet the footage is incredible. The design is incredible. Um there's something about the um, spirit of the couple that is basically saying, I know I'm going to die doing this, and this is how I want to live every day of my life, and I'll be happy It's their kink. when I finally die. It's yeah. the kink, but it to me is almost like, you know, you should be so lucky. Hell yeah. Yes, to yes, yeah. make that that is finding the joy and the and the in, and the things that grab you and interest you the people that grab you and interest you and may you may you find that every day of your life and if you know your life ends well before you know it it should deeper down the line then at least you were engaged in the living of it. That's and, right. Um, it's not about the years. It's about the mileage. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, uh, and he says it in the movies, like I've seen enough to, for a hundred years of that's life. That's right. So yeah. if yeah. I die, whatever. The footage is testament to that. It's absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's yeah. really fun. Uh, yeah. Nothing more needs to be said. You can watch it on Disney and Hulu, I think. So. Yeah. Nice. Check it out. All right. Number six for Brother Nathan. Number six, I have the Northman. Yes. Whoa. This is the Viking. Skull. This Skull. is this is the Viking epic that we've all been waiting for. Skull. Skarsgard. Let me let me just talk a little bit about Skarsgard. Alexander Skarsgard. I mean, finally, finally cast, finally well cast as this Northman <laughs> character. Yeah, After yeah. being sort of an awkward lead in most of his starring roles. For me, he really like popped off the screen. His physicality, his overall fierceness really shines here. Yeah, he fucking Robert, goes for it. I mean, it. he just goes for it. I mean, the performance is aggro. It's, it's, I mean, it's pretty laconic, too. He doesn't have that many lines. Robert Eggers is three for three for me, baby. Uh, <laughs> directing another <laughs> must-watch masterwork. What I really love about Eggers is he's committed to the, the, films, the films that he chooses, committed to the theme. I mean, he commits to the bit. Uh, there is great attention in this one in particular to the lore and the detail, and I think... It's really unmatched. So I love the Northman and I think everybody should see that one. It kind of, I feel like uh, it came out earlier in the year. 
Yep. I'm not quite sure when it came yeah, out. Yeah, about April, yeah. And there's a little bit of a shine, you know, the Bjork casting. I mean, there, there's stuff that you forget um, that is just really exceptional. And I think it's it, time will tell with Northman. So number six on my list. That sporting event is a hell of a dragon. Oh, mm-hmm. there's yeah. dragons. The climb up the wall, yeah. There be dragons. We were on our spring break, but I would have really liked to cover that one. Anyway. Yeah, yeah I, was like, I was like, why, uh, what the fuck, where were we? Where, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were it? tripping in the forest, we're, gentlemen. We were it living it the, up. It has the AMC queen, you know, yeah, yeah. in it. Yeah. Nicole's in it for sure. That blew my mind seeing the AMC Nicole ad and then the Northman started. <laughs> She's like, the Northman <laughs> presenting herself. <laughs> yeah. Brother Lucas, on to the official number six. Sexy six. Okay, you got to give this one to me, guys. This is a series. <laughs> this is a docu-series. It's my only <laughs> one. It's my only one, but please let me have it. Okay, okay. Because Grown. this really brought me love and light and joy. Old Disney Plus one called Light and Magic. Mm-hmm. Oh, chronicling George Lucas's Industrial Light and Magic, which okay. is like an right. original visual ALM. effects okay. uh, house it's for that Brother made Ben. The Sorry, Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like yeah, four or six parts or whatever. But they got all the original people, like all of them, talking about everything. And, and George. And yeah, and George. Like, and like, they got George Phil in Tippett, this one? Phil Tippett. Like, it just, there's so many moments where, like, I'm laughing and I'm getting emotional and I'm cringing. There's, like, there's like an old photo from back in the day where there's, like, this poor woman secretary and she's got a sign that she's made herself on her desk that says, no creepy geeks today. <laughs> Oh. And I was like, oh, shit. brutal. The shit behind that sign. Yeah. So brutal. But I, I, it just like has great footage and they, they, they touch so many iconic cinematic milestone movies, not just George Lucas, but like up for other productions, you know, like Raiders of the Lost Ark or Jurassic Park or whatever. Uh, it's just pretty amazing like to, to see how they did it because no one had done it before. They like George Lucas literally was like Elon Musk with Tesla. Where he's like, just do it. Like, I just know you can do it. Like, just do it. Give me a fast, hard, like speeding car that looks real. Like, do it. Yeah. And they were like, fuck, I need to do it. And they just did it. Nice. Boom. Boom. Number six, Love Doc it. Series. That's for you, brother Ben. Okay. <laughs> George, George, George Lucas pushes the envelope with special effects and brother Lucas pushes the envelope with what is a movie. <laughs> Doc <laughs> Series. It's great. That was an honorable mention? Number no, six. That's real. <laughs> that's real. That's real. That's real. Joking. Number six for Lodge Mesta. Number six is a movie called Everything Everywhere All at Once. Woo! <clears throat> I know it's a contentious one in this group, but, you know, I was there for the bombast. Is it basically a feature-length Super Bowl ad, like Bishke said? You're damn right it is. It is. Did I also love it? Up your ass. You're damn right I did. That's all I'm going to say about it. That's my number six. Very good. Nice. Round in the corner to the top five. Woo! Where we really get down into nitty gritty. Let's get real. Number five for me. Nate could have seen this coming. Skull! Oh, man. Two lists. Love this. I am a Viking with ancestry (laughs) coming mostly from Norway and Sweden. Yes. So it's no surprise that my number five pick is the Northmen. Happy to say that director Robert Eggers has probably made the greatest Viking film of all yeah. time. Yeah, probably. So come at me if you have another one. I don't know. It, Valhalla ending. Come on. No, 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 no. Hard to believe uh, he was given $90 million to make this Viking epic. But uh, I saw it way back in April of last year. So it's kind of murky. But I remember feeling uh, very violent coming out of it as one <laughs> it's should. Always a, it's always a good sign. 
Feeling as one sh- as one should coming out of a great Viking epic. Walking um, through the grocery store, thinking about chopping everybody's heads yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Visually stunning cinematography from my close relative, DP, Jaron Blaschke. Uh, <laughs> Brother Blaschke. Brother Blaschke. <laughs> Brother, Brother, Brother Bischke. Brother Blaschke. Uh, <laughs> superb cast, Skarsgård, Kidman, yes. Defoe, yep. Bjork, others. As Nate just said, Robert Eggers is batting three for three in my How book. How about that? Nice bank. And uh, bring on his Nosferatu, which is coming. Oh, yeah. Um, Hell yeah. So, uh, I mean, with How? Nicholas Howe, right? With no, 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 no. Oh, no, that's Defoe. Renfield. I think Defoe is definitely no, 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 in no. it. I get it confused with, with Defoe like, is going to be Shadow the guy. Vampire. But anyway, I, I, yeah. I'm I'm ready for it. So I mean, how can he fuck that up? Fucking Eggers, great job, <laughs> so good. All right, number five for Brother Zach. Number five. Um, I was not expecting a movie from this genre to be this high on my end of year list. Oh, I think I know what's. Coming. I think I might know. This is the Barbarian. Yes. Yeah, not the just bar- Sorry, the this is Barbarian. Oh yeah. This is one of the most fun experiences I've had. I was giddy. Uh, when the Lodge Master talks about, you know, remembering back on flashing back over the year, what was. <laughs> what burbles to the top. Yeah. I mean, I had so much fucking fun in this film. It was tense. And then it was a riot. When it cut, I'm sorry, uh, LT. <laughs> that fateful when cut. When it cut. Stone face. <laughs> when it cut to the PCH, I, I was. Pacific the Coast audacity Highway, for those who don't of it, know. The surprise and the audacity Punked of out. it was hilarious Epic to choke. me. And then when he came. <laughs> Fumble. Okay. Let's access peace. Taking the reins back here. When, when we went back to Detroit <laughs> with him and he discovers. The uh, the special tunnel and room, and he starts measuring the square footage. I was beside myself when absurdity meets accounting like this. I don't think I've <laughs> laughed as hard from that marriage since I think it was in Fury Road when they're like uh, doing the accounting of the gas. Yeah, mm-hmm. and everything where just the absurdity and the and the pragmatism melded at the same time. Uh, this was my second favorite dragon of the year. If someone else mm-hmm. had done yeah. Triangle yeah. of Sadness, it's a big one. It's that big one year. would have been it. Uh, and of course, there's a, a, a plethora of dragons. There's he he gets uh, mommy's milk right to the mouth. In, mm-hmm. in, I mean, it, <laughs> beautiful. Who, can, who, who could forget uh, Zach Kreger? Well done, sir. I don't know who the hell you are or if you got another one left in you, but we're about to see. They're giving him the keys of the castle. He just got the keys and he's playing with house money. And after seeing this film, you know, bravo, he deserves it. So that's my number five. You can catch it, uh, I think, on HBO. What I got it here. Uh, You can catch it on HBO. And I suggest you do and you'll have a blast. Yeah. Uh, It is a ride. If you're a listener of this humble podcast and you haven't seen it yet for some reason... What are you doing? Yeah. And I just just to state, this Why is not one? historically my genre, though I am getting much, much more in a groove with horror and, and midnight. If movies Zach and has like, this on his top ten at number five, yeah. Come on, folks. It's yeah. n- not only was it at number five, 
it's been in the top five since oh, I saw it. That's huge. And it was even maybe one or two higher at a time. Like it, it's it's really it's got dra- stuck with me. It's got dragons, no doubt. Dragons to spare. All right. Barbarian. Uh, number five, Brother oh, Nathan. All right. Let's drill down here a little bit. Uh <laughs> I have the Banshees. Of oh, the Banshees okay. make an appearance. Uh, this movie brings back the Gleason Farrell duel that I love from one of Martin McDonough's early film in Bruges. I mean, I can't talk. In Bruges is known that how much I liked about outstanding. That, about yeah. I mean, it's an incredible film. I think it's his best film still. Uh, this a very different relationship here, but the duo is no no less compelling. It's a movie about conflict between two friends, but the conflict is really emblematic of a lar- of larger conflicts in a way that is really thoughtful and I think works well. There was an examination on the value of art versus the value of friendship and the respect for other people that that was it was, it's an often a subject that's not talked about because it's frowned upon. Tar kind of deals with that a little bit. They also touch on a larger conflict of the Irish Civil War and how that sense of loss can affect the community. So that gets to the point where I guess this film, at the end of the day, has the strongest sense of place than any of the other films on my list. Um, it's sort of a cliche to say the location is a character, but I think it's really true here. With Big this one. time. Not just in how it's shot, but also how the pace of the island life keeps uh, kind of seeps into every, even the delivery of the dialogue. Not just how it's cut, but in the delivery of the dialogue and the editing of the film. You really feel like you're inside this place that allows you to understand the impact of being there that it has on the characters, this unescapable quality. I think it has some of the best cinematography of the Irish landscape. Yeah. And I can just kind of ba 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 ba. I think I think I think it's a great film. I uh it's lower on my list than it than I would say in Bruges if it popped up there, but I think the Irish thing sets it over the edge for me. So number five, the Banshees. Yeah. Boom. So beautiful. Ireland is so beautiful. I can't deny it. I'm going to retire. I'll sleep there. in the theater during that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> <It's okay>. oh. <laughs> Brother Lucas. I was no, there with you. Rewind, rewind. He's a sleepy boy. Lucas, sleepyhead. What do you got? Number five. Number five. Here we go. Midnight fever dream? No. Moon age daydream. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. I remember he's locked like in. Coming with his doc. That's pretty high. I Saw like this, this twice in. in the theater. Once, wow, once for the Lodge cast in large format IMAX, second time in a regular theater at AMC. But it, it really, you know, just, yeah, it transports you. Immersive experience like Avatar or, you know, uh, like Gaspar No or whatever. But it's just, it's just so transcendent. Like, even if you don't like David Bowie, it's just there's there's no narrative. It's just it'll like a, still transport. You. It's a vibe. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. a fucking vibe. And my only note, my only criticism, probably 40, 60 minutes too long. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, 40 yeah. to 60. Whoa, 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 whoa. If, it's if, only if it, 90 something minutes. No, 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 no. no, no. It's, it's like it's two and a half. I think. It's yeah. crazy long because yeah, yeah. it's like he's got all these access to footage. It's like they, they gave him the keys to talk about keys of the kingdom. They're like, here's all this footage. What do you yeah. want to do with it? He's like, and uh, they repeat a lot of footage. Which oh, is when he heroes, though, man, and the whole place was just, oh, yeah, but rap. just like the first 20 or 30 minutes. I remember us going in there. I was properly like, uh, you know, buzz with my passport stamped or my, my backstage pass lanyard or whatever. Like we're not worthy. And I just dropped to my knees and like worshiped, you know, at the, at the altar of, of David Bowie and Brent Morgan, you know, to, to a lesser extent. True. True. Absolutely. Wonderful. I'm glad it's high up there. Number five for lodge master. 
It's a shape and an emotion. Triangle of sadness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> First time it appears. Can you get rid of your triangle of sadness? I still <laughs> think about this movie quite often. I feel like I was on that ship. I have memories of being on that island. And the 20 minute plus salad suite at the center is a masterpiece. Mwah. You can't mm. fuck with it. Mm. More champagne. More you, champagne. You cannot fuck with it. It was it was a bullseye on all of my sensibilities. I have my problems with it, but damn, I love it so much. So it's my number five. Love have it. you had an opportunity uh, since you saw to go to back to some of his others? I haven't because I've been cramming too yeah, hard yeah, for yeah, all this yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, but I look forward to hearing what you think of the other yeah. ones. Yeah. Force majeure and tra- and square. I still need to see. Yeah. Mm. But number four, we're going into it, so let's just continue. Woo, keep it going. Triangle of sadness. There oh, we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, now, yeah, now. Yeah, we lodge casted this as a hot take, so I'm not going to belabor my love and light, but. Uh, it's a hilarious satire of the ultra rich today. Um, it's actor, perfect for your trickster sensibilities. Perfect for my trickster sensibilities. Actor Zlatko Burek, who plays the Russian oligarch. <laughs> they big shit. They sell shit. He is not being celebrated he, enough. He might be oh, my favorite performance the show, of the year. Yeah, yeah he's so good. He should host the Academy Awards. Yeah. He should yes. have nominated, nominated uh, for supporting absolutely. actor. Swedish director Ruben Ostlund has incredible dark comedy skills. Um, last director I can think of that's like this is probably Alexander Payne in terms of the amount of comedic talent. Um, I cannot wait to see what Austin does next, and I have to go back and see his other films. So that's number four, Triangle of Sadness. So good. Palme d'Or, Best Picture nominee. What If you haven't seen it, what are you doing? Yeah, okay. Come on now. On to Brother Zach, number four. Um, my brother in denim has already <laughs> mentioned this one, but my number four is Ali Abbasi's Holy Spider. Yes. There it is. Um, what's interesting about this film is that in most serial killer movies, you are trying to figure out who the serial killer is. In this one, you spend a lot of time with the serial killer, and what you're waiting to see is not just if they're going to catch him, but if anyone other than the woman who's the reporter and our hero it gives a shit mm-hmm. because he is basically knocking off um, sex workers that the this is in a very, very conservative Iranian city. Um, and they the local police are kind of OK with these women dying and being killed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're more bothered that this reporter is in town bothering them about it. Um, so uh, she's, as Bishki mentioned, incredible performance. Uh, the film is very tense as she gets closer and closer to the killer. But like I say, it's a very different take on the serial killer narrative and incredibly relevant. And um, we all watched border together yeah Yeah. that was his previous film Mm -hmm. this is a very different film from this director and i have to applaud that that uh dynamism to go from something as wild and dragonish as (laughs) uh border uh his his uh troll movie to um, something like this, which is more of a naturalistic serial killer movie. So yeah. I think they're um, both must-sees. Agreed. A, what a Agreed. director. 
So Holy Spider, number four. And I believe I just like I like to give the listeners yeah. if they're hearing about it for the first time, uh, it's it's rentable. It's it's wherever you rent. It doesn't have a streaming thing, but hey, it's well, yeah. well worth the $5.99 to rent it. So please yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. Excellent film. Very snubbed at the Oscars. All right. Uh, Brother Nate, number four. All right, my number four. Four. Oh, wait. Do I hear the opening bars of Natu Natu leading oh, me in? Oh, yeah. Not the event not film of the year, guys, is yeah. RRR. It's here. Exuberant, life-affirming, filled with a showcase of action and overtop stunts that completely depances all that big Hollywood action had to offer this year. The two endlessly charismatic leads display such dynamic physicality in their hyper-muscular performances <laughs> that's, that's that they seem to literally burst from the screen. Uh, their characters provide the most evocative screen bromance since Butch and Sundance. R R R. You haven't seen it? Go out and see it. That's right. You Yo, got to gotta see the Nacho Nacho dance. I'm, I'm lobbing care. it. I'm lobbing it over the net. It hits the net, but I continue to lob it over to LT. Has everyone seen Nacho? Have you ever seen R R R? No, I'm sorry. I, no, I'm dying to see it. Oh my god! I, I was oh my gonna. God, I didn't it. see it with you guys because I was gonna go see it at a screening, and then yeah. life got in the way. So no, I yeah. think it's playing publicly at like the, the Ace Hotel. Yes. Go see it in a couple of days. Mm. Okay, on to Brother Lucas. Oh man, I think this technically is not a feature film. Lucas, oh. what are you doing? Oh. What are you doing? beginning and no, you're like yeah this is what he does i know i i should be in the honorable mentions i fucked up again because i was sitting here thinking like oh shit this is another i think it was like two or three or four episodes is it like a verizon commercial no but but listen you gotta like just hear me out let me I love it case. i love it it's it's angeline it's it's that's oh. a show um, that's a fucking show it's a show that 20, i watched angeline yeah is it what what year was that it was this year that, right? was, that was this year that was, technically that was, it was last that was last year it was definitely a series you're allowing this i'm pretty sure it was 2022 it was a right? fictional series Bishke's not even a doc yeah but bishki has a soft spot for angeline though that's true i do have a soft spot for angeline lt's manipulating the rules manipulation just let him cook find uh my my note here on it because your letterbox yeah because because i really like i don't is it what even is this i'm not i'm not a six part you don't even have your note ready. Yeah, yeah I know. I'm Especially sorry. I'm is sorry. White Lotus it up. Uh, eligible? <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, Severance. 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 Great, great show. Succession. Succession. Let's see here. Waiting for the letterbox review. Sorry, 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 sorry. I'm leaving all this in so people can understand our pain. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Okay, here we go. You, Brother Ben. Here we go. So here we go. Sorry, Brother Ben. So I watched this, yeah, last year, last June 1st. Emmy Rossum is a revelation. Yeah. <laughs> wait, she wait, wait, wait. She Emmy deserves Rossum plays, an Oscar yes. nomination. She plays Angeline, yeah. For her Ed Wood-like performance. An Oscar nomination, huh? For some reason, this struck a chord in me, in parentheses, <laughs> probably because I know every LA location inside and out. Plus, my brother Bishki won a free ride from her. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. The old age makeup for the supporting cast doesn't quite work. In parentheses, should have been lit better. But shit still made me laugh. Three bones. This shit, man. Nothing really comes close to three bones. But Emmy Rossum as Angeline in Los Angeles. Like, if it was 90 minutes, it would be four bones. You know? Yeah, like yeah. They just, they just chopped it up too much. But it still works. It had this, like, Rashomon quality. 
I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> it's on Peacock, sorry, folks. Sorry. If you want to explore, because it's definitely not a movie, but it's on Peacock. No, but, 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 but because we're in the pink. Is she drive a Corvette? Oh yeah, yeah. Because we're in the pink vet, brother Bishki. Do you have like a little tidbit of what it was like that day when you were riding with her? Do you have some you can give us? She talked a lot about her own music, her her own. <laughs> And she talked. She talked a lot about not selling out, which I actually right. respected. Being authentic and not selling her story, which she did for this peacock thing. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> rent has to be due. It's true. But nevertheless, I have respect for her because she she's never put the Nike logo on her right. billboards. She's never. She's been offered relentless you know, like promotions with different corporations. But Angeline is her own person, and when the film, when the doc, doc or when sorry, when the uh, TV series, TV series came out, she like completely TV ghosted show. them and refused to go to the premiere, mm. and was just like she always has been, just a difficult classic of Angeline yeah. way, a complex personality. The billboards aren't going to pay for themselves. No, she goes to Coffee that. Bean. I had a great coffee bean coffee with her did you pay i did pay <laughs> and uh she was very difficult with the the workers there but oh, uh oh, but anyway oh, fun. Oh, fun anyway that's angeline if you come to la you'll I'll, see her I'll, I'll, i know i have some connections i'll take you to her <laughs> so okay lodge master what are we on what number number four know. number four i have an actual movie all Quiet on the Western Front. Oh, wow. Whoa, 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 wow. whoa, whoa, whoa. This is a beautiful, beautiful film. Every yeah. frame could be the poster. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Every frame could be a master. Oh, I got now I'm taking this seriously. Cinematography. The cinematography. Have- we, we were watching this. We're just like, damn. Every time it cut to a new establishing shot, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. It's like Tarkovsky. It's, it's just crazy. Oh, it's whoa, whoa. Yeah. It's like, whoa. how did they I'm do serious. it? I'm serious. Malick-esque Tarkovsky. Yeah, what are yeah, you guys yeah. throwing out here? Listen. There's a reason it's nominated for all this shit. There's a reason it's going to win cinematography. Yeah. Because it's the best cinematography. Mm, yeah. Uh, it's wow. In the, maybe the past 10 years. I don't know. It's cr- It blew me away. Nothing's blown me away like that in a long time. So just to look at it, but also to hear it. We had it going with the with the nine point two surround sound. Mm-hmm. Those bullets were pinging all over the place. Yeah. Shit, you were in those trenches with these boys. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much a perfect film. I don't. I have perfect no perfect film. I, I mean, it's a war movie. Yeah, yeah. I have no notes. Wow. I have no notes. For wow. This film. How does it hold up to something like 1917's? 1917 felt like more of a stunt to me. Like, okay. This is just. This just feels more confident to me. I don't mm. know. Like, it doesn't. It doesn't feel. It just feels like a fucking full meal you could just watch it on mute and it would be fantastic as rocketing well. up absolutely cube. see it it's on netflix very accessible okay we're getting to the nitty-gritty <laughs> mm. number three this is where the rubber meets the road folks where the rubber meets the road there's a big budget blockbuster film this year made a ton of money oh what wowed audiences worldwide <laughs> I'm not talking about Avatar 2. <laughs> no. Nope. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm not talking about Top Gun 2. Wait, whoa. What? Wait, whoa. Oh, I'm oh. talking about the ultimate crowd-pleasing action film out of yes. India called RRR. Yes. I really wish we would have seen this on the big screen with a big crowd and then Lodge casted it 
But we had a wonderful little screening here at the at the lodge. Um, Ray Dog Cine Lounge. We did, and I'll confess my deep ignorance of Indian cinema, but RRR blew up in a whole new world for me. Um, I would call RRR director S.S. Rajamuli the James Cameron of India, but I think he is far surpassed James Cameron. Cameron knows it, too. Wow. Yes. And basically every other contemporary action, uh, American action movie. Marvel movies are a total joke compared to this movie. (laughs) Uh, It's impossible to quickly sum up this movie. So I'll just say it's on Netflix. Watch RRR tonight if you're not seeing it. My only question about it is on Netflix is the language is in Telugu. It's not in Hindi. So Telugu is the original language. It's Tollywood technically. Yeah. Right. So, but I I was told that if you watch it on Netflix, you don't get the Telugu version. Right. Well, we, 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 we yeah, subscribe we. to what was it called? It was <laughs> All Omniscient Editorial Note. It- Omniscient Editorial Note. To watch RRR in its original language, you must subscribe to ZEE5 Global. And it looks and sounds Amazing. It's yeah. a special <laughs> streaming service That's right. that gives you the yeah. actual uh, translation. And it's, it's not dubbed. Good. It's, yeah. What a shame that Netflix doesn't have the Telugu version. I mean, no, yeah. yeah. I don't know why they don't have why they have the Hindi version, not the Telugu. But the, the, but the change in power of the experience, I'm sure, is, is I'm sure, still... I'm sure, yeah. Just don't see it dubbed. Just see it at least with, with subtitles. But... But the action in this movie is like anything you've ever seen in an American action movie. Like, if you haven't seen it, you must see it. Okay, on to number three for Brother Zach. This is my time to talk about Banshees. Oh, it's time. Yeah. Time has Um, come. Number three. I enjoyed uh, Billboards, but it was kind of a mixed experience for me. Mm -hmm. Had high highs, but it was kind of messy. This is a much sharper focused it's tight story this is a great fable it feels there's something about like the chopping the slicing of the fingers and the warning and yeah, the self it, it really you could see you could tell this story in a page you know it's true you know what i mean and that's what a great fable can be uh, surmised to. It could just like 20 lines and you could basically say what this is about. Um, and, and because we've already talked about, I won't belabor it, but I, it's a delightful, uh, very funny and, and kind of bleak at times movie. Um, beautifully shot, uh, incredible lead performances. I agree. I loved in Bruges for me, this is his best film fully realized. Um, and, I think it is interesting. We are kind of in the year of the donkey. Mm. We have a special donkey moment very in special. Triangle of Sadness. We have a very special donkey in this film. People wanted this Banshee donkey oh, to be yeah. nominated. Eo. And then we have Eo, which Brother Bishke has maybe, I think, the only one who's seen. I, I was trying to see it last night. I didn't get to it. It's, it's a donkey movie yeah. for sure. It, <laughs> <laughs> donkey it confirmed. looks like a donkey. What the hell? Like donkey. But so anyway, it so it's, like it's, a donkey. it's one of these things where something's in the water, and this year donkeys are in the it's water. It's donkey time. It's yeah. donkey time. Anyway. I'm sure you already know about Banshees. We don't need to talk about it more, but I, I loved it. It uh, made me laugh and I uh, thought it was just, uh, I, 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 no notes, no notes. Nice. Yep. 
Excellent. Number three for Brother Nathan. All right, number three. It's getting real now. Mm, for Wait. me, I, I mean, this, I had a great experience with this. It's higher on my list than it was. It appeared on another list. I have Decision to Leave as number three. Oh, wow. Mm. A razor sharp neo noir by a master filmmaker. I mean, after seeing Handmaiden, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Handmaiden. Yeah, that's his I, was disturbed, film, I was disturbed. I was disturbed. I was fascinated. To see it is to love it. Um, here's a sentence I never thought I expected to write. Uh, the most romantic movie of the year is mm. a police procedural directed by <laughs> Park Chan-wook. Um, known for his operatic revenge melodramas, his old boy, Lady Vengeance, you know, in his work, has now given way to a series of ravishing Baroque Hitchcockian love stories about the various perversities that might bind two wayward souls together. It kind of astounds me how much he can pack so much fresh original direction in one film. I mean, it is staggering. The transitions that how where he cuts and how, how he cuts into scenes is just is just fascinating to watch. So I think the story is very compelling, too, but and it's a little twisty in a, in a fun way, but it's worth checking out. This film is worth checking out just to study what he's doing in this film. So I wanted to highlight it and I wanted to bump it up so people see it. Decision to leave number three. Yes. It's like an erotic thriller, but light on the erotica. <laughs> right. Would, <laughs> that was that was like my, not my bag. It's not like my bag. Yeah, I would say it's Chan Wook's in the mood for love. I mean, if anything yeah, else. Because I would have liked a little more erotic. That's what threw me. Yeah. I went in thinking. Give me all the we erotic. We were getting after Handmaiden. Be, because, we were getting it. Because like, if you read like um, headlines on it, it's an erotic thriller. Yes. But mm. it doesn't in turn. But I still. Neo nihilist. I still thought the direction was just incredible. But, My expectations were thwarted. But anyways, I really, I did enjoy it. On to Brother Lucas for number three. I heart erotica or erotica thrillers. <laughs> hashtag. Uh, my number three, you can rest assured, the re here on out. Feature films. films. These yeah. are real movies. These are real, real movies. movies. Real Brother real Ben. So, so, it's a real movie. So Brother Ben bumps. Pull your chair up close. Uh, this movie has been mentioned a couple times already. And what I love about it is it is it's such a great group experience. Unfortunately, it didn't get a proper theatrical release. It came out on Roku, and that is weird. Whoa. All the way. The Al Yankovic story. All the uh, way up. If you listen to our episode, you'll you'll know how deep my still waters run uh, for this man. Yeah, we, were, we were goofy <laughs> on that one. And yeah, I was at, I was at the Lodge 2.0 in the Ray Dogs Cine Lounge with my brothers and sisters and my Lodge Master and Mistress, and <laughs> we were just hitting just right, you know? And and I was, I was laughing. We were watching over you. So, so, so hard. And the, yeah, Jim Morrison goof and the Boogie Nights goof. There were like so many spot on goofs. Goofs and spoofs. Yeah. And the, and the like my Bologna. Oh, I, I just, if you could like bottle that, we could sell it. We'd be just millionaires, all of us. Yeah. It's pure love and light. Uh, absolutely. On to Lodge Master and you're number three. Number three. From the perfection of All Quiet on the Western Front to the gloriously messy imperfection of Damien Chazelle's Babaloogie ah, Nights. First time on the list. Dun, 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 Babylon. 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 Giggity, giggity, giggity. This was a wild ride. A full-on cinematic drug trip with all the dizzying highs and rat-chomping lows that come with it. This made me feel all of the emotions, including boredom and frustration, but also manic euphoria to balance things out. 
<laughs> this yes. movie hit me just right on a rainy night. You'll never forget it once you once you make it through. You 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 will have acid flashbacks. Babylon. 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 <laughs> Moving on. Oh my god. Moving on. We're down to the we're down to the top two. Ooh. Oh shit. Utah. Give me two. Give me two more. All right. <laughs> There was an amazing film from a master filmmaker this year, full of dazzling, colorful visual effects. Watched it again. I liked it even more. Way of Water. The film did have a lot of subtitles in the papyrus font, but no, I'm not talking about Avatar. What are you doing? I'm a trickster Jin, and I'm referring to George oh, Miller's yeah. totally ignored <laughs> box office bomb. Bishki went all the way what? on that. 3,000 years of longing. Yes, Bishki. I forgot you wow. went so hard on wow. that. Yes. Look, it's no wonder this movie bombed because it transcends genre. It's totally unmarketable. But it's <laughs> undoubtedly... One of George Miller's finest creations, Doctor Major, Major Salad, and at seventy-seven years of age, uh, George is effortlessly telling mythology across thousands of years. Brings together two of our finest actors, Idris Elba as the Jinn and Tilda Swinton, to tell these timeless tales. Uh, cinematographer John Seal shoots one amazing set piece after another with plenty of magical salad dragons. I think we can all agree on that. In yeah. the end. All the movie amounts to is the joy of life itself. Nobody's with me on this one, but I give it to. <laughs> did you like that soccer ending when he's doing the? I did. The- I watched it again, and I, <laughs> I freaking love the soccer hey. kick ending. It's got my number three uh, Sal Dragon of the Year. Yes, in that gooey, that oh, the gooey, gooey, gooey the hand on, yeah. on the door. It's yeah. So beautiful, the reverse gangbang room. Yeah, him, him there you with. Go. Him with his beautiful, voluptuous women. Oh, yes. my God. So, so it's anyway, a, it's, an it's not on any list that I can find. But if you do find one or if you like the film. Best reach slime out, design. Reach out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On to Brother Zach, number two. We're getting down to the nitty gritty. Oh, man. It's getting real serious. So this will be short. We've already spoken about it. I've already spoken about it. This is the Triangle of Sadness. This yes. is Austin's. Nice. Palm Jor winner. Um, I am just a big fan of this guy. Uh, Force Majeure is pretty fantastic. The Square uh, is incredible. And so is this. I feel like it's interesting. We on the launch cast had a little issue. I know we were a bit divided on the island. I really like the island, actually. And on the second watch, um, I think it's absolutely necessary. It could have been a little shorter and maybe that would have alleviated some of your, your guys' issues with it. It provided me with uh, my one of my most enjoyable uh, stretches of movie viewership in, in a long time. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yep, that's number two for me. The, oh. dragon, the dragons abound. Yep. On to Brother Nate. All righty. Number two, I got that everything bagel on my list. Everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> there it is. We talked about it. I knew it was going to be me and you. Uh, we talked about it. And let's see. Uh, uh, I think just having this film come out in 2022 made that made that whole year better for me. Leave it to the Daniels to create a film so bombastic, so profane and original that no one else can follow in their footsteps. Down the line, committed performances mentioned by Lucas 
cinematic love letters thrown out like candy, especially for <laughs> Asian cinema, which is a which is a deep passion for me, along with every almost every other screenplay convention noodled with. This is a rare treat for not only this movie season but the oscar season and all involved seem to be surprised by its success which is pretty charming so that's my number two everything everywhere baby yeah, yeah. i'm rooting for it oscar night and i'm glad it made a ton of money for a24 because i'm happy with that too yeah because that's, hell, that's my love and light more yeah. a24 movies is more love and light all right and still bishki was at like two bones or something i wasn't i wasn't i think two bones <laughs> i'm sorry to say but on to brother lucas Yes, this movie I saw three times in the Whoa, theater. Three Whoa. Times. Whoa. Once Monday night sold out IMAX. It made me laugh. It made me cry. It's not EO, it's E E A A O. Me and you. Welcome to the LT club. with a narrative. I couldn't get over how much I loved it and I just needed more. And like, I kept going back to the well and it just always replenished me on such a dry desert. Dear listener, if you're looking for the ultimate LT love and light episodes, it's everything (laughs) everywhere and Babylon. Those are the two pack truth. Truth. Um, So everything that's been said, yeah. Like brother Nathan's right. Like it's just, like ah so so much heart and soul and magic the heart and soul and magic on screen is just indescribable beautiful brother lodge master all right lt got some bad intel that kept him from experiencing this (laughs) brother zach doesn't even have that flimsy doesn't even have the intel It's RRR. Yeah. <laughs> this to, film. Reprise. I want to see it. I'm, I'm, I'm going well, to see it. Well, you fucked up, though. You better see it. This film should be seen by everyone. The hype was so ridiculously high going into it. I thought there was no fucking way that it would come anywhere close to my inflated expectations. But over the course of its three-hour runtime, it kept topping itself over and over again. <laughs> By the end, it had rocketed so far into the cinematic stratosphere that I couldn't even see that hype down below anymore. No. Oh, my God. They're just dancing and synchronizing. It's They're looking at you. They're smiling, baby. Great. It's just get it, get Lucas, get it, get it, get give get yourself get it, get it, get a treat <laughs> and watch this film. Four meaty bones does it a grave disservice. Mm-hmm. It's the ultimate motion picture. RRR. Wow. It should be and not. yet number two. That's number two. Well, it's Jellicle yeah, Choice. It's Jellicle Choice. There, there is a coming around the bend here. Uh, damn. So you may, you may consider it my number one okay. if you wish to. Okay. Right. Number one, I got a bit of a Jellicle Choice. Look, <laughs> I can't get anyone to watch this film. Uh oh. They did see it. Nobody likes this film. <laughs> I've, com- I've completely given up on recommending this film. Uh, I've come to the conclusion that in the end, this film was made for two people. It was made for director Alejandro Iñárritu. Oh, and God. <laughs> My number one film of 2022 is Bardo. Oh, colon. Got it. Comma. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> False chronicle of a handful of truths. Look. It's been amazing watching Inier to develop as an artist over the past 20 years. With Bardo, I'm the only one I know that has declared this is his masterpiece. It's a hypnotic, mesmerizing, two-hour and 45-minute midlife crisis. And at this point in my midlife, I'm just, I'm tired of narrative genre films. I'm ready to move on to the pure imaginative cinema 
that Inuart to puts in this film. Wow. His uh, innermost thoughts and dreams into every sequence. Uh, is the film self-indulgent? 100%. Is it um, a great autobiographical film like Eight and a Half or Stardust Memories? 100%. I think it has a lot. <laughs> 100 percent i think it's, I, i'm roma 100 you got me Look, on tilt for this one i, have sex, I, have sex I keep pushing it i'll but, see it but anyway i think it's got a lot to say about in year two our first identity I will, I will i will i think it's got a lot to say about in year two's doc uh, identity as a mexican as a rich immigrant of the united states it's not a perfect film like most films this year it ran about 30 minutes too long but um, it just felt like a dream that went on too long, but nevertheless, all I can say lastly is that Darius Kanji is one of our greatest cinematographers and this is no hyperbole. One of the most beautiful films I've ever seen. Wow. Bardo's my number one. It's on Netflix and I highly encourage you not to see it because <laughs> this film is for me and for you in, in, oh. in, in a year or two. So do not see it, pass it up, <laughs> let it go. No one's gonna see it. It's it's. I'm it's, seeing it. I want, no, 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 no! Do not see it. This film is for me <laughs> it's and Bishki. I was with you, man. This it's is no, no, Christopher no, no, no. Nolan no. level trickster. I, I have fallen in love with Mexico City. Yeah. in the last few years. Well, this twice. This is Mexico and City with a capital. I could see <laughs> just from the trailer. I could see a few places that I recognize. I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. I'm recommending yeah. it yeah. to you and a few other people, but most people. Don't watch it because it's my number one. It's not yours. Okay. That's right. Okay. On to Brother Zach, number one. Number one. Top number one. Film of 2022. This one surprised me. Oh, okay. I saw it on my couch hmm. about two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. And uh, it is, for me, kind of reinvented the documentary in a lot of ways Cine cinematography the way it captured everything um so cut to the chase on hbo <laughs> it's called all that breathes Ooh. from mm. uh shaunak sen uh it takes place in delhi it is about um these brothers that rescue raptors so like hawks mm -hmm. uh, because the air pollution is so shitty in delhi uh, birds are falling from the sky, and these brothers have been rescuing these birds for years and um, slowly gaining some support to move from their bedroom to the basement and then to build a fenced-in coop on top of the building. And the city is crumbling all around them, but they kind of, from the spirit of their mother, who's no longer with them, have this mission to not differentiate all that breathes, that there's a an equal value to all that breathes. It's really beautiful. Um, and it ties in what's going on politically in India right now with Hindu nationalism. Um, these brothers are Muslim and they're dealing with a lot of violence and discriminatory rhetoric that is being kind of like you hear on on the radio and in the, on the street uh, around them. So the filmmaker does a really uh, beautiful job of kind of threading the narrative, the themes through. And um, 
the brothers are also like very charming and spicy with each other. And again, the way I just, if I, if I can attempt to describe the, the filmmaking, there'll be these long shots and will either he'll rack from like, you'll see in the foreground, a bug like moving down a, a co- like a cobweb on a leaf and then he'll rack and there's a man feeding his dog behind, like he connects the layers of life in the city Mm-hmm. monkeys like walking over telephone poles the, the camera's panning down like from trash into a puddle uh that like some birds are walking by and then you see a reflection of an airplane move through and like i guess they went through like 400 hours of footage um to put this together and it shows because you would have to be filming the mundanity of life to find the magic moments like this. But he really, I think pulled off a cinematic miracle with this film and uh, I can't recommend it strongly enough. It It is slow. It, it requires patience, uh, but it is an incredibly rewarding film and the brothers um, will restore your faith in, in humanity and um, yep, it's my number one. Where do you watch one. it? HBO. HBO Max. Yeah, I did watch it. Max. I do recommend seeing it. Yeah, mm. especially before Oscar night because I think it's up there. I tried watching it, but I started eating dinner, and the opening was like a bunch of rats, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna pause this <laughs> for a minute." Yeah, no, come back to it. All right, brother Nathan, you got one left. Number one, no surprises here. I got Triangle of Sadness is my number. Yeah, one. wow. Did that make we've all talked, of our lists? I think it made so. all of our lists. I mean, we've talked yeah? about yeah. Ruben Austin. made his unofficial list. Right, unofficial. Unofficial. Yeah. Yeah. Top 10. Isn't this top 10? <laughs> oh, anyway, much debated. I mean, for 95 minutes of this 147 minute runtime, <laughs> Triangle Sadness is one of the best movies of any year. Yeah. Mm. It's brutal satirical comedy that ranges from deadpan subtlety to the most outrageous slapstick imaginable. I tried to, I mean, what, what, what more can we say about it? What more can we say? I think this was, just to reflect, this was probably the best audience screening I've ever had. Yeah. It was packed. It was a prime. It was the prime at AMC 16. Oh, God. Yeah. No walkouts, baby. No. What? No, no walkouts. No. <laughs> all just knee slapping, all ages. It was outrageous. So for that, I mean, it is the crown jewel of the year for me. It just was unmatched in any other other than top gun maybe. <laughs> uh, which is my crazy scope of a year but what a year it's been so any final words on triangle before we move to lt i mean that russian oligarch is amazing yeah. <laughs> you just gotta see it no there's so many Shabani good perform- there's away. so many good performances rest in peace um yeah and uh yeah oh, it's, it's, it's just it's it's a beautiful film and hilarious ruben is just fiercely ruben man yeah I can't wait to see no, it. He makes you, I think someone, um, just real quick, there was a, a, a filmmaker friend of mine from Europe was, we, we were talking about it recently and he was like, I watched that movie and I just felt depressed because. <laughs> How are you going to top it? Exactly. Why yeah, even yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I actually feel very excited when I see, even if I see something, I'm like, I'm never going to be able to make something like that. But like. It shows you what can be done with this yeah, funky yeah, medium. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, yeah. it's. It's the power of just a globally immaculate 
cinema. Okay, brother. <laughs> moving Lucas. on. LT, here we go, baby. Number one. Come on, Number Lucas, one. give it to me. Top die. Come on. The big cheese. Top the big Lodge Master, you know me so well. Yes, come on, like no. he 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 knows it. He Say mentioned it. Say its or, name. Or he said it earlier. Say your name. It is Babylon. Lucas, all your sins. Babylon. All your fucking sins forgiven. I mean, look, wow, if, if Bishki and I were listening to the soundtrack on the drive to the Santa Anita AMC, <laughs> AMC theater in a rainstorm. Yeah, it was yeah. like a tumultuous event. Hydroplaning right? in the carpool lane. True. Where oh, we, we you were to, listening to that fucking music? No, no, we should have been. We should have been. But but like 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 when we got there and saw the movie, I was like, I was on the movie's wavelength. And I just wish it was a sold out theater, yeah. opening night, yes. late show, or even better yet. And on the lot, cast and crew screen at Paramount. Oh wow! And everyone's trashed. For there's the like an, op- there's like an opener, open man. bar. Like the journalists yeah. are there. All the deadline folk, Hollywood Reporter, Variety, all the bloggers, you name it. And they not know, knowing what they're they about. No, to. they think all they coke they in just the they just think it's like the trailer, and then it opens with that elephant just the rectum just squeezing <laughs> out a, a deluge, <laughs> a backlot of shit. Onto the camera, onto the actor, yes. and cutting back to the shit, and cutting back to it the shit. It was a rated R more shit, Ace Ventura Two moment, you know. I mean, it's it's one for the ages, and I think any person who did not connect with this movie and panned it, because trust me, it is polarizing. It's it's because you weren't probably in a theater. You have to be in a theater. You cannot watch this at home. Like it's not going to translate. We knew it was going to die at home. Yeah. Like it it opens it opens with the elephant dung, and it ends. With a movie montage for the ages, which is like the equivalent of chugging like a frozen milkshake. And then when you get brain freeze, it's like pouring the milkshake like over your head and face (laughs) while you're drinking it. Like it's pure, sweet and simple. With Avatar whipped cream. How does it, uh, maybe you guys get in it. Like I said, I had to stop about 20 minutes into the episode. But how how does it um, relate to the Kenneth Anger uh, Babylon, does, does uh, it? <laughs> there's some, there's some like fatty Arbuckle yeah, stuff in it. It, yeah. it. it definitely, the joke is Hollywood steals everything, and I don't think people appreciate or understand that Damien Chazelle was leaning into the the appropriation, like the spoofing quality of it. Because I, I do believe the movie's a parody. It's like it's a straight up comedy, slapstick comedy. Yeah, it is not first man portentous drama, which people were going in expecting. Yeah. I would put comedy first. It is absolutely shits going on in the background. There's cuts. There's just like so many things that just like oh my god, it's perfect. It's pitch perfect, mm. but wow. it's tough to watch wow. at home. You're right. Yeah, so, tough to watch at home, but right? it's going. Going to have a great life in revival screenings, like midnight movie. Well, maybe not midnight because it'll take people to three a.m. But it's it's going to have a life, and it's going to find its people mm. for sure. There's mm. stuff you won't forget. There's elephant <laughs> shit you will not forget. All right, Lodge Master, we're under the Jellicle choice. It's that the time of the time. show. If you don't know what the Jellicle choice is, well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Good way to start. I strayed from the usual suspects this year. I so I don't know. It's not the aforementioned Tyler Perry's a Medea family home. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not Sir Robert Davi's My Son Hunter. Oh. It's not Ben Shapiro's Terror on the Prairie. Oh, I thought <laughs> it's oh. not Kirk Cameron's Homeschool Awakening. Oh, okay. It's not even Kirk Cameron's Life Mark. Oh. oh. But it's something far more special still. It is a film that was not technically released in 2022 okay but we covered it 
on the Lodge cast in 2022. Okay. And LT gets away with so much bullshit on these shows that I feel no guilt in fudging <laughs> these numbers. Yeah. Just a little bit. Take my hand together. But regardless of whether it came out in 2021 or 2022, the only year you really need to focus on is 2025. The world. Oh. The world. Oh. Enslaved. Oh. fish, yeah. Enslaved. Propaganda. 2025, the world enslaved by a virus is the title of the film. <laughs> oh, my God. This film. This oh film. Boy. It's on Tubi TV. But, is a oh. bright, shining, joyful choice. It is beyond bonkers. It's outsider art written and directed and starring Joshua Wesley, a German Christian evangelical alleged pedophile with Coke bottle glasses and a creepy smile that could probably light up a small dungeon, only attempt to watch this labor of misguided faith and love if you have properly stretched and trained with some of my past jellical choices. Cats, <laughs> Tyler Perry's A Fall from Grace, uh, Me, You, Madness. Uh, yeah, I thought that. These are all intro courses to the oh, advanced man. motherfucking study <laughs> that is 2025, <laughs> The World Enslaved by a Virus. Uh, a much easier task would be to go back and listen to episode 134, where we mercifully watch it for you so yeah. you don't have to and teach you how to spray fish. Spray fish. Spray oh, fish. Spray fish, yeah. 2025 is my undisputed jellical choice for 2022. Wow. Yeah, there yeah, there yeah. are so many things. that I didn't watch that movie, <laughs> but I, I remember everything about the episode. The, the the burning the DVDs to send down to Asia. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. Down to Asia. Is. <laughs> the fact that they the filmed DVD train on like a U.S. military army base in Germany. Probably. That's what yeah, that's yeah. what Bishki just yes, that was no, my hundred uh, percent right. Yeah. <laughs> and and how I think if I remember correctly, Brother Ben called him out. Uh, one of the Warner Brothers or Warner Bros. Wesley's Wesley, Wesley Brothers. Brothers. Wesley yeah. Brothers, where he was like, yeah, it cut into like a wedding montage or no like a wedding engagement like photo montage where the the, the color changed or something i don't know but yeah, yeah, yeah. it just it's it's crazy it's no. a very special he was trending film. on twitter the other day like the yeah, film, he, the, he randomly came back up the film's gonna keep coming up like it's <sighs> special like in a tommy wiseau like the room all the lower rating laquisha lowest rating on letterbox lowest yes. rating on imdb it has like 1.2 <laughs> on if, imdb if it's the wesley bad. brothers are listening and you know they are if you're listening reach out to us yes if you want to do a one-on-one -on -one interview oh my god with the lodge master three on one i propose it here <laughs> and i propose it now yeah we'll fly See, you out we'll there's been a lot out. of accusations joshua <laughs> come and speak your piece I'll, I'll reach out on social media folks that's all I have for the Lodgecast <laughs> in the year it. 2022. Does anyone have anything good to say for the, our Lodgecast listeners? Thank you for tuning in week after week, Lodgemaster. Thank you for all your hard work and yes. effort yeah. in thank coordinating, you. scheduling, recording, wrapping the equipment after we leave. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. A man alone, like, like going home late at night oh. and then and then uploading and mixing and editing and all that. The Not pleasure is all my... But thank oh. you, thank you, thank you. A million thousand thank yous. Five years of thank yous. Thank oh you. God. And yes. I would just like to say 
dear listener, look f- if if you're still with us, and I yeah. hope you are. <laughs> yes. And if you've been with us for all this time, there are some goodies coming down the pike. Oh yes. <laughs> but I am I am letting it be known it's so that it must Patreon come content. true. Yes. yes. Brother Bishke has been working on the long-awaited Lodgecast merch. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, merch coming. is coming. Know this now. Yeah. And you'll wear it proud. If Cleopatra <laughs> Entertainment has merch, we have to have merch. Yeah, That's we're going to have merch. We're going to have merch <laughs> very soon. We got some designs and we got some logos and it's coming very soon. Mm. And a lots of exciting movies are coming in mm. 2023. Mm. Great segue. Including... Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Yes. <laughs> so we're gonna be we're gonna be flying high in 2023. And folks. a Father of Morth film. Oh There's my a Father God. of Morth film. That was like a this Christmas gift. Is the Super Bowl of the Lodgecast. Yeah. Oh my God. It's all coming full circle, folks. He's got the accent, folks. He's got the accent. <laughs> so Bishki, great job producing this episode. Hey, thank do, you, brother. Thank Bish. you, brother. Thank Bish. You, I do what I can. Bish. Hopefully, we come under two hours. We did not. Okay. But we came. We can edit it down. To we that. came close. <laughs> Cut out all my stuff. No if way. If not, not, we did chance. the salad dragon of the year. I hope you appreciate it. That was a new segment. That if Lucas had his note ready, you might have made it. But no, 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 no. We did. We all did well. I'm glad Lucas had ten, even if they weren't official. I'm sorry. And um, <laughs> thank you, brother Nathan, for oh, pleasure for giving your love and light. Yeah, and amazing, brother, amazing insight. And brother Zach guys. for bringing the bringing the heat. Amazing love. And Lodge Master, you're the best. That's, I love you, yeah. man. Love amazing you all. All right. Good night from the lodge. That is our Oscar extravaganza. Watch the Oscars on uh, March 2012th. March 12th, 2023 at 5 p.m. Pacific time at the Dolby Modelo's flowing, y'all. Hosted by comedian Jimmy Kimmel. Will he get get slapped? Tune in. (laughs) Tune in for the slap of Jimmy Kimmel. Love and light, y'all. Love and light, y'all. My Lodge Masters Lodge cast out of your fucking mouth.